This week on The Clubhouse, Anthony and I are once again joined by comedian Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy is the host of the award-winning Never Not Funny podcast. It is genuinely my favorite podcast on the planet. Please go subscribe to it immediately at podcast.com or earwolf.com. You can get info on Jimmy's stand-up dates at jimmypardo.com. This episode was recorded in the Never Not Funny studios in Los Angeles. Blue Jays win it! Touch them all, Joe! You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life! Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. I'm Manish Jane, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. I am sitting next to you. It is a very special day here in the clubhouse, as we have our first return guest. You know him from his hilarious podcast, Never Not Funny. I say this with no hyperbole. He is one of the funniest and nicest men in America, and I have traveled across this country several times, so I'm pretty sure I'm an expert on this. But, as always, and our show, his only credit that matters is that he's a fan of the Chicago White Sox. Joining us in the clubhouse today, Jimmy Pardo! Thank you. You, you are the first repeat. First, I'm, I'm through. You saw yeah. I threw my arms in the he air. He did. His, his uh, arms. Uh, victory. <laughs> Uh, that's very flattering. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we are very, very honored. If if I could have, I could have chosen a first, second time, or second uh, guest, that would have been you. Well, uh, a thank you, and B that means that just means you did you get the Pardo bump? I oh, we absolutely got the Pardo everybody, bump. Everybody yes. talks about the Pardo. We bump. Absolutely got the Pardo bump. Good. The Pardo. I think you tripled our listenership. You're so, welcome. Uh, yes, thank you to all you wonderful Jimmy Pardo fans out there for right. for tagging along and listening uh. to our nonsense. Uh, it was my. I'm glad. First of all, I'm glad that they followed, and secondly, thanks for having me back, and thanks for having me on the first time. I loved it. You know, I, I talked to, uh, so we normally record this at the Bergino Baseball Clubhouse out there in New York, which when you're there in February, you got to make sure you go. I and, won't have uh, time, but I appreciate you mentioning that. All right, fair enough. Anybody <laughs> but, happy with that sentence? Uh, it's all right. I am not. <laughs> but but uh, uh, when we do it there, I, I talked to the owner there, Jay, and he always loves the fact that Anthony is such a crazy, ludicrous baseball fan while being, you know, this super busy Broadway actor. And I told him last time when we interviewed you, I said, I'm telling you, this Jimmy Pardo guy if he lived in New York, he would be a part of our kind of running crew of nerdy baseball people ah. that are constantly texting with one another and talking about baseball because I feel like you're a special kind of, of baseball lunatic like like Anthony and I that you could just talk about baseball any day of the year, any month of the year. It doesn't matter. Off season, regular season. Well, he looks skeptical. Oh, maybe I'm you know wrong. What, you know, here's why. I'll say two things of this. A, and Anthony will attest to this, uh, I, did, I uh, was texting with you or – Twitter messaging somehow is the way that you and I communicate, and I find that to be a zero, but that's how we seem to communicate <laughs> that way. We can upgrade. I don't care. I, don't, we, we, I think we got to move on to texting. Okay, that's fine. Because <laughs> I will I will, uh, I will, Twitter message you something about Jason Hayward, and then uh, it's got to go through Twitter. Uh, who gives a <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I do love talking baseball, so that, that is yes. B, I feel this year is the most uh, distant I've been from it. Really? Uh, like, uh, you mentioned something to me the other night, Anthony, about... Uh, 
oh, Frazier's decline in the second half. Yeah. And the truth is, I had not even noticed that that happened uh, after the All-Star break. He, you know, of course, he yes. won the home run derby yes. and then it went down. Uh, as, as it happens, always does. As happens, yes. yes. That messes with your swing. Messes with, I, I, I'm a Jock big... Peterson, how many home runs did he hit in the second half? Yeah. Maybe two? Two I don't at know. the most. But who who refused to trade him in fantasy? This guy. <laughs> this dummy. I'm pointing at me, home listener. Uh, everybody came after me for Jack Peterson. I was like, I can't. I go, That's <laughs> I can't. my guy. And, and again, because this year, for whatever reason, I, I think, you know, career-wise or family-wise, I just wasn't as focused on baseball, even though I love what the Cubs did and I love everything. So do you say, I, I, I feel like I'm being a little disingenuous that it's like I can talk about it every day because this year I uh, I did not uh, support that statement. Well, do you think that that affects how the White Sox are doing? Do you think that if the White Sox were doing better? Uh, I yes. Mean, okay. Okay, yeah. fair enough. That makes that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think obviously if they're in, but but I was able to to focus then on the Cubs because right. I'm not one of those White Sox as we talked about last time. I don't yeah. hate the Cubs by any. Yeah. I don't even understand that logic. <laughs> I don't either. Um, Except vice versa. I don't. Right. I don't get it. What's the point? No, yeah. I don't know. yeah. What are you mad at? Close. <laughs> <laughs> Support the city that you're from. I mean, That's it what matter. I think. I, I yes. get you. But they there there is that core of the dumb South Sider and the arrogant North Sider that they hate. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't get it, and I think it's similar in you know Yankees Mets. You know, it is. Oh no, I think any 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 city that's got two teams, they have that manufactured rage against each other. Any, how many other cities are there? Does LA count because the Anaheim situation? I don't think there's anything no. there. I don't, I don't know. Any, I mean, I think it's Giants. There's, there's the LA Giants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oakland, Giants. no, Oakland yeah. Giants. The, the Oakland, uh, San Francisco. They have their crazy, ridiculous okay. nonsense. Uh, and I guess Dodgers uh, Giants. Dodgers do. Giants is Dodgers pretty, Giants. Dodgers that Giants. They big. kill people. They, they actually literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Tough time saying that. No, explain that. Now you're guy you grew up in, uh, in Joliet Joliet right my dad grew up in the south on the north side of Chicago he went to Sen high school okay so that's so he was a Cubs fan so that's I inherited that from him All and right. then the Cubs were on WGN in the afternoon after school so, so I'd watch the game gotcha um but you know I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before like I always liked watching baseball but I didn't become the super nerdy ultra fan until the internet really and ah. I and moving like living in New York where I could really follow along to such an extent, and then really watch the games again. Because, you know, for a long time I couldn't because I was living in New York before all that happened. Right. So it was sort of like... But my... you had GN, didn't you? No, not where I lived. Not in New York, no. It, Superstation, as far as, like, on our cable, didn't exist. Really? In New York City, yeah. So my brother was still following it as much as he could, and we would talk a little bit, but it was really that whole turn that allowed me to, like, just get super deep with it. Right. And as most things, I don't, you know, I don't tend to do things halfway. <laughs> You're in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. And then it's, you know, and, and I, and I, and even though, you know, when I first came in, like was paying attention again was when the Cubs were winning in 03 and then they didn't make the world series, but I still followed them those next, all this decade when they had a couple good years, but many bad years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't like ignoring them in the bad years. I was deep in all the, you all still the would way. watch every game. No, I wouldn't watch every game, but I watch a lot of games. Gotcha. But I, it is tough. You know, I mean, and I follow like if I'm in a show backstage, I have the at bat thing going on my phone. Yeah. You know, there was even a show I did a few years ago where for the whole first act, part, first part of the first act, I had to be on stage in a bed <laughs> like sleeping. And one night, literally, I fell asleep. No, really? I, yes. <laughs> Yes. Was it whose life is it anyway? Why were you in a bed the entire? Because I was playing a, a man dying of AIDS. Uh, Bowie. How's my joke yes. now? Everybody having my joke now? Yes. So, uh, Bowie. So it was, and the set was like this apartment building, sort of a cross section of an apartment building. So I was in my apartment the whole time. And then you didn't, the audience doesn't necessarily know I'm there, but at some point I wake up and the nurse comes in. And But one night I fell asleep 
and he came in and woke me up and it was very scary and strange. <laughs> and so I asked if I could like have my phone with me on, like if I could have my back turned so I could have something to concentrate on. Right. Because I was just going to this alpha state, no matter what, no matter how much sleep I'd gotten in the day, just for that 30 or 45 minutes of having to be perfectly still <laughs> mm -hmm. in darkness on a stage, I was going to be like falling asleep. <laughs> so then I'd be following the games on my phone on stage, literally. Well, in that show well, and, and the yeah. audience never knew never knew well, because I, in my back is i had it you know very hidden right you know, it was and this is the early days of phones before they were so bright this okay. was several, like quite a few years ago you know so this during the uh, uh 2015 playoffs we all know what happened with the the chicago cubs and you know they had this magical run where where they they played i think well above everybody's expectations for this year and anthony was on the road as he still is doing uh the wonderful if then musical and we would have to, uh, I would have to text him, you know, while he's on stage, basically giving him the play-by-play -play of what was happening. So we could just jump off stage, quickly read it all, and then jump back on stage just yeah. in case that bat wasn't working. Because like, there was bad reception in the theater, or right. the Wi-Fi might be weird, you know. But so. this is, this is though, and Jimmy now, having seen If Then, will understand this, this part of the show. And for those of you who haven't, semi-tiny spoiler, but not really that big of a deal. In the show, um, uh, Adina Menzel's character goes to both Yankee Stadium and City Field, mm. and there is a scene where Anthony has to go to City Field, and the night, uh, several of the nights when the Cubs were getting absolutely annihilated they're, by they're at City the New York yes. Mets at City Field, I was texting with him. Uh, he, he was like, "Yo, the City Field scene's coming up," and I kind of <laughs> it was true. it was, and I felt so I as a baseball fan who has been there, who has seen his team. When you have such, you know, even if the expectations weren't there, you're so excited and you're like, oh, we're right there. I still did this moment. have no idea how you were able to fo focus on stage in City Field while right. at that same moment I, the Cubs were getting annihilated. I mean, that's the weird thing about doing what I do. I can't, you know. I did, I was watching, like, Adina is a very, very low-key Mets fan. Like, you know, she grew up on Long Island. So the Mets are doing well. She starts to pay attention kind mm -hmm. of thing. And uh, she had a, a TV in her dressing room just, just off the stage so I could pop in there a couple times during the show, but like the game, was it, I can't remember if it was game two, it must've been game two, because they were still at City Field. Um, when Jake Arietta was pitching, oh. and I thought for sure, okay, we're, we're gonna win that this game. one, right. <laughs> and then, you know, Daniel Murphy, who by the way, I had as a backup second baseman on my fantasy team. So I'm very familiar with him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm very familiar with how average he is. He's fine, at best. <laughs> at best. And then to see what he did in the postseason I was, was so insane, including the home run that he jacked off of Jake, which was a curveball on the outside corner that was not a hanging curveball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he just completely annihilated into the into the. He was seats. locked in. It happened. But then he came back down to earth. For exactly. The World of course Series. he did. Yeah, he came back course, to which where I knew. He of would. course he would. <laughs> which, by the way, I bet you every team did a sigh of relief because they, you know, he was going to sign for huge money. I literally said he lost. He he made and lost himself forty million dollars in the span of six with, days. With the six days, exactly. Like, it was one week. it was unbelievable yeah. to see how everyone all of a sudden was like, he's going to get the biggest. Oh, the Mets have to resign him, and all no. my Mets friends were like, oh God, no, please, no. please, please, no, 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 no. And yeah, the he's best fine. thing. He well, he's fine, but he hates. You know, he's he's. I've got my man. issues, and I've, exp I've expressed those to you via those Twitter messages. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that I was amazed he was on your team. Yeah. Well, I was amazed. Because I have a very deep, we have a very, very big, deep lineup. So you have, like, multiple, you have, like, we have a second base slash shortstop sp spot and a second baseman yes, and a shortstop. Yes, of course. And, 
and back and utility and bench play. Like we have such a deep. It's a keeper league. Okay, so, fine. Yeah. But the boy but, has but, been but, very, very uh, outspoken about. Who oh, you're he does saying not, like politically? How yes. could politically, I, I, could, he does not I can't like. put him on my team. I yeah, see. politically, yeah. and I was amazed you put him on your team. Well, honestly, I had him there before I knew that he'd done that. Cut so, him loose. Get a, <laughs> train him away. Get that poison off your team. But I do think somebody somebody did send me a nice because I do stand by that. Like I think was it Orlando Merced back in the '90s? Like he hit his wife or something. And, mm. So I would never draft him. Yeah. Uh, Adam Laroche is a, a hunts for sport, so yeah. I can't have him on my team. Like I have these. Stupid rules that may or may not even help or hurt my team. But I think a lot of guys hunt. They do. How do it's, you? I know. How do you figure out who? I mean, I, there's a lot of guys. Adam LaRoche more about a who does him with it. Oh, yeah, and well, so that yeah. kind of turned me off. Like he was yeah. so proud of holding it like an elephant's tail or something. Was like, <laughs> oh, I don't want that. It's like a Trump kid. Um, but that's how I felt about. And so anyway, I, I said this on my show about uh, uh, about Murphy. But then some people are like, you know, I, they just think he's uneducated. Because if you, if you hear him you. speak about other things, he doesn't seem well, to be a bigoted moron. He just kind of feels like maybe he just needs to be. I will give you that. And and educated? at the risk of feeling, uh, I, I don't want to alienate anybody here. This is just my personal opinion here because I had the same issue with Tory Hunter. Tory Hunter uh, was very outspoken uh, about being anti-gay marriage, being anti, and obviously the one thing that they always go to is the Bible. Yeah. Is is well, that's what I was taught. And so I try to sit and I try to reconcile that with my own upbringing and how I was raised and what I was taught and things of that nature. And it's if that is the way you were taught by your by your parents, by your pastors, by the the adults in your life that were supposed to give you the wisdom. And up until that point, you've never bothered to question it and you've never bothered because for a guy like Tory Hunter, let's face it, the last 30 years of his life has been at the ballpark. He, he, all he's done is focus on being a fantastic baseball player. So maybe he didn't have the extra 30. You got, you got some plane flights to read. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Right? You got some yeah. bus trips. living in the world. I know. I try to, I try to, yeah, but I try to see the other perspective as much There's as I can. There's at least one gay umpire. At least There one. is at least one. And Who I, is it? What's his, uh, I, I'm blanking on his name. Yeah. You know why he, I'm blanking he, on his name? Out, he came because out, he came yeah. out in the best way possible in, I think, I think hunting and fishing. But some some sort of fishing magazine, <laughs> but in some sort of uh, uh, outdoors uh, magazine, and it was basically they were asking him something about vacation. And he had just a photo of him with his husband. Well, no, he was basically right. like, "Yeah, me and my husband do X, Y, and Z." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, uh, what? What now? Are you? Uh, you're?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm gay." Whatever. Can I ask? Was the headline was he's out? That had to be. No, you not. You're a bad journalist if you don't do that. <laughs> well, actually, what I loved about it is all the articles that then talked about it were equally as just, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he came yeah. out. It doesn't. Good, I will say, good like, for him. In general, it seems like all. All of the sports writers, which you would think sometimes would be a more sort of like bro club, all anything. I mean, I don't think they're just being PC. Anytime these issues come up, they're they're clearly all totally in favor of yeah yeah of the, all the sports like getting over this. Well, I, mean, I think baseball I out of all sports, love for it too. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I desperately want a a a. I mean, superstar is the wrong word to use here, but just a, a very well known player, you know, in the leagues that to. to, to be able to come out, you know, if one is gay, who knows? But it's 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 going to take some, you know, because yeah. like Michael. Do you Sam know the play? Or, take me out. Yeah, of course. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know about that play? I don't know. It was a play that was on Broadway ten-ish uh, years ago, um, and it was about that. But it was a it was a fictional team, but sort of modeled after the New York New York Yankees, and a player that was modeled after Jarek Jeter. You know, a player of his sort of notoriety and caliber just comes out very matter of factly. And then it sort of is about some of the fallout from that. And, and it was a very, it was a, it's a really, really great play. And it's also a play in which there's a character who is a, a gay lawyer who doesn't know anything about baseball, but because of this incident, 
become starts uh. to get interested in baseball, and then he has one of the most beautiful monologues ever written about why he loves baseball. Like, what about the game made him fall in love with with the game? And so it's got like all, and it's also very very funny. Mm. It's got a character that's sort of like inspired a little bit by John Rocker, who's like saying all <laughs> kinds of crazy shit, you know. Right. And, um, so it's it's a really 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 good and it was a big hit and it won the Tony and and the, but I mean why partly yeah. So. Why don't I know anything about I it? I don't know because you're uncultured <laughs> and you live in Los Angeles maybe. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with a. I'll go, I'll go out of that, I don't know where I live has anything to do with it, but certainly I'm uh, I'm uncultured. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah, right. Well, I don't know. I'll tell you I this: I walk around this city and I and I'm singing Hamilton and I'm getting a lot of people looking at me like, "What are you?" What no, that the, can't be true. I'm, I'm telling you, as a guy you. that lives here, I'm sick of hearing about it. Are you? Okay, and you well, know I I love Hamilton. <laughs> Uh, as I said off the air, it's the most exciting. Not that I'm, sta I'm stating the obvious. The most exciting yeah. musical in uh, since Rent, and then before that for me, Evita, yeah. uh, which I was also in. Wait, you were? Wait a minute, in, you I were on the Broadway? No, I was in the national tour. Hang on, let me guess what role was it? A lead role? No. <laughs> no. Well, I was a kid. I was nine years old. So you played Che, <laughs> yes. Yes. guy that doesn't understand theater. Uh, uh, I no, played I Flying Adult. For the record. I played Che in high school, yes. and I had a crazy giant legitimate beard that I grew when I was like 17 years really? old. Really? Yeah, and I played Che. And it I was... envy both of you. <laughs> I wanted nothing more than to be an Avita. I can't sing, dance, or act. Those were the three things that held me back. I would have loved to. I, I, could right, be, so I could be Bob Gutton. <laughs> so you're sick of Hamilton. You're sick of hearing about I, You know, only because it, it to me it's that... Uh, God, I I, uh, I I don't have the vocabulary to do this, but it's people that are don't even like musicals want to tell you how great this thing is, yeah. Yeah. and it's like, dude, I I'm I live musicals. It's, yeah. you, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, it's like the fair. We talked about Fairweather fans. That's the other it, day. right? You know, it's like Fairweather. Yeah, Anthony and I were talking about actually the idea of, of that's back to baseball yeah, here. No, even though it's baseball on Broadway, yeah, but. but uh, uh, what are your opinions on just the idea of a bandwagon fan? See, that's I'm I, uh, for the listener. He he just he threw his hand, he, shrugged. he shrugged. You know, what, there's a fa there's a famous amongst me and one other guy. There's a famous <laughs> line that I said. <laughs> this is true. We were at a place called Traverso's Restaurant in Orland Park, Illinois, and it was uh, let's call it was it '89 when the Cubs were great. Yep, it was '89, right? One of the years, yes. And uh, every it was Cubs, 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 and I didn't care at all. I right. was in the music business at that time, just starting stand-up. And uh, and so sports were not on my radar. And all you heard about was the Cubs. And uh, I was in the restroom, and a guy came up to the urinal next to me and he goes, hey, he goes how about these Cubs, huh? And I went, <laughs> the Cubs. <laughs> and I may have been drunk. I may have been angry at the world. People were enjoying themselves. I'm surprised in Orland Park, Southside, the Cubs were even on the being chatted. But... <laughs> I don't even know what my point out, uh, that bringing that up is. Bandwagon? It was bandwagon. bandwagon. It was, I think it was all bandwagon. Yeah. It was like I was sick. Of, it, to me, that was the only time that I, uh, bandwagon annoyed me. Otherwise, rally behind your city. Why not? I think, yeah. well, I think it's because with the bandwagon stuff. So my, my initial stuff is, my thought stuff. Uh, my initial thoughts on it are that, look, if it's bringing money to the city, I don't care. And, uh, your money's just as good as everybody else's. So yeah, buy the merchandise, buy whatever. It's helping the city. For me, I think what where it gets obnoxious is those guys right there that you just. It's the bandwagoners tend to be the loudest, yes. and they're the loudest without fully knowing or understanding. So it is we have to shout in your face how awesome the Cubs are, where someone else who is an actual Cubs fan might just be in the corner, be like, I can't believe, how, like you know, and actually like like you know internalizing and would love to talk to you about it, but not Cubs. Yeah, like, in your frat face. boy, little uh, yeah, the broy stuff. Bro and then there's the, the I always talk about the the. The reverse, which is yeah. even as well as the Cubs 
did this year, which was one of the great teams of baseball this mm -hmm. year. We, when we were doing our multi-stadium tour, there would still be people, as I walked by in my Cubs shirt or my Cubs hat, they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, you're a Cubs fan. What? And I was like, yeah, they've been doing pretty well this year, actually. That's they're just like, ignorant, yeah. And, and then they're like glassy-eyed. They have literally no idea. Right. They're just so used to them being yeah. the perennial losers. Yeah. That, well, uh, because I think there's a and we were in the game. We were discussing this. So so Anthony and I are the type of baseball fan who we will watch any game, any time, does not matter. Let me ask you. No, you mentioned that. Like, you could literally sit down tomorrow, uh, Indians against Rays, yep. yes. and go, this is a great— you eating pizza? Are you doing something? You playing cards as well? Words with friends? Scrabble? What's happening? I'm telling you, we did it on the road when we were together. When we weren't at a ball game, you would sit in a hotel room in well, a couple we, we of chairs. We would mostly listen. We would listen to. I we love would listen. listening. Oh, we would oh, listen. I to, love. Yeah. No question. We would listen to the radio. No, but in the hotels, we would yeah. have our our iPads up or our on each of us on each of our little beds there, and we'd be you know each watching a game or both sharing a screen and watching the game. Like, no, we will watch. Yeah, we have a sickness. Like we absolutely watch any game, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not hanging on every pitch of like if I'm yeah, if it's in it. right. And in those cases, I would look for like if I have a fantasy player that I would follow. You know, and it's one of the things, one of the reasons I love fantasy baseball is that well, it gives you the interest yeah, in the teams you don't yeah. wouldn't See, exactly. care about. Right, you know what? Yeah. I'll, let's go on this road then because I've never played fantasy baseball in my life. But you're worried because you're an addictive, obsessive compulsive person so there's that aspect of it which i wasn't going to bring up but sure you i know, am uh that that is definitely a a I, I fear think that's of understood mine. on the show i think Manish. so I've, yeah i think we, we all know <laughs> the <that>. program <laughs> but sure no i'm definitely a little bit worried about where that would take my my kind of addict part of my brain where that would go but the real reason so i did fantasy football one year when i owned my sports magazine my staff was like hey let's do it and i was like fine we'll do it it'll be fun i showed up to the draft and all these guys have like stacks and stacks of papers oh what 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 have i got myself into i didn't you know what'd you show up with a magazine and a pencil yeah i i didn't prepare with anything i just showed up i was like we're gonna draft let's Let just do it though did you do you know enough that you didn't need all that well, so information? here's so here's what happened so i drafted and i think i drafted well and throughout the season i was busy i was i owned a sports magazine so so i didn't doing really all the chance. transactions i wasn't doing a lot of that i won the whole damn thing yeah I learned at that year, this is the dumbest thing in the world because I barely put no, I barely no. put any effort that's into this a, that's thing. Correlation hold is not causation. I put, no. Hold on. Yes. I put no effort into this thing and I won the whole thing. You drafted thing. a good team and then you I got did lucky grab. by not over... Now, I'll say this. I loved fantasy baseball more before the internet because you had to... Uh, you didn't get information every single day telling you that somebody was hurt and then you would go, I got to pull him out of my lineup yeah, and yeah. then it turns out, well, he's not really hurt okay. and then he hits three home runs but I have him on my bench because there's information that he might be hurt. Uh, so yeah. when I when I thought less about it, when I didn't overthink it, okay. uh, I did better at fantasy baseball. So maybe that's what I need to For do me. then. And how many leagues are you in? Four. <laughs> and Yeah. I have not won <laughs> and are they in years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a question for you, yeah. though. Sorry. Uh, my other problem, my other, not problem, but my other uh, apprehension is that you see me, I am decked out. As much as I am a baseball fan, and I love baseball, and I love all 30 teams, I'm a Tigers fan. And he's a Cub fan, and I'm a White Sox fan. I don't, how and you can draft you, a couple of guys. But how can you root against your team? How I'm can you have, if, if you got a pitcher that, that's going up against the Cubs, you want, I've seen he you can still, do it. Uh, no, but he could still have a great game against See, the Cubs. See, I don't Cubs. want them to have a great game. I want no, him to get, no, I want him to get shelled. I no, want him out in the second no. inning. He could have a great game and lose the game one to nothing. And the the the, the structure of the fantasy teams that I like is win-loss doesn't matter because win-loss is a stupid stat. <laughs> to It is. Win-loss win loss for that. a pitcher is a stupid Wait, stat. you don't count wins in your fantasy no, league? No, it's, it's, it's ERA, whip. Uh, 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 strikeouts? Strikeouts. Complete games. Um, com no. No? No. Uh, uh, saves. Um, what is it? Wins. 
No, it's not wins. It's really not wins. <laughs> wins. It's not wins. It's wins. I'm telling you, it's not wins. It's oh, be... uh, quality start. But someone could argue quality starts. You only make you're making it. You made it five and a half innings. I'm just Good saying. Good for you. But if but you shouldn't get penalized. And I said penalized. I heard it. I did it. <laughs> Uh, for losing a game one to nothing, get like negative 15 points. That's stupid to me. Wait a minute. You play a version that I don't even know where you're losing 15 points. Well, there's, there's two, I play two different, I play two different formats. So your fantasy baseball does not count wins. Apparently Jimmy does not believe you, but well, there's uh, no, there's one that does does and one that doesn't. And I've come over these many years of playing in both leagues. Now I strongly prefer the league that doesn't count that, that wins. It's more about quality starts. Because so again, you're saying why, why, why should a uh, somebody in the eighth inning blow your win and yes, then your your great exactly. start went for nothing? Exactly. I don't disagree with that. And in fact, if somebody in my league said, "Hey, let's go to quality starts instead of wins," I would. I, I like any kind of change. Like I would love to <laughs> add doubles. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like I think that would be fun because uh, sure. the double is the underappreciated. Well, the other hit. thing that in in that league too is it's on base percentage, not average. We have that in one of my leagues. Yeah. Uh, which makes prep harder. But it, at the same time, it doesn't affect your life at all, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, how hard is it to set one of these things up? Is it are set they, it up? Yeah, no, it's a piece of cake. Yeah, I've, I mean, I'm telling you, I've like never this played fantasy in baseball. In particular, my, there, there's always people rotating on and off, and so there's a possibility you might be able to join. I'm going to go off the one league because the format just drives me nuts. What, you know, what do you? Uh, you were running your mouth about this the other night as well that you <laughs> you're mad at certain formats. What, what 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 format are you walking away from? I'm walking away from the weekly lineup format. Why don't you like that? I hate it because <laughs> the fact that your star player could get hurt in the middle of the week. Yes, and yeah, then you but, deal with it the same way that Manish no, would but deal a manager with it doesn't. Manager makes baseball. a daily lineup. It's a daily game. And the, the dynamics change over the course of the week. about twice a week? week. You, you like twice a week at all? I like daily. Daily, daily. Daily But daily daily is it's a lot. It's not a lot. It's very, Listen, you check in, you're you good. Get, yeah, but you know, we it's all like don't have. It takes have, me 15 minutes at we all don't most. Have, if that. Yeah. It's, and then during the day, if there's day games, I pay attention a little bit to what's happening. You know, I had a very good team again this year. I made the playoffs again, and I didn't win. But you see, that, you do playoffs. You know, One of my leagues does playoffs too, and I do I like not like that format. Why? Here's why. I'll tell you exactly why. Uh, you could be destroying all all year long, yes. yep. and yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden, the huh. team that's in fourth place, kind of like the Cubs, uh, yeah, they well, came in third place. Don't don't pretend they didn't know anything about the third. When do you, when do you when do the playoffs start? Because if it's in, September, in the last month, well, those are September call-ups, and those I are agree now. With that it's, it's, too. What are you talking? No, you, you can't do the playoffs. Oh, so Thompson's no, yeah, my team. Exactly. No, no, no. There's there's league rules in our league about not being able to use September call-ups. But I'm not just saying that. But I'm just saying even when you're playing other people, but they're playing. They're playing. What I'm saying is it's affecting the game once again. Alex Gordon's taking a seat to rest up for the. World Series yes. while they play uh, exactly the, or the fourth outfielder for the Royals whose name I can't pull playing, right now because I didn't focus this year <laughs> or they're playing a team who was uh, the fourth outfielder for Alex Rios is sitting Alex you, you didn't say Alex Rios I think he was yeah. I said Alex he Gordon was, he was more yeah. on the bench Alex Rios was more then on who the bench, were the starters Lorenzo Kane, Kane uh, uh, Dyson oh no it was Dyson uh, Dyson's, 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 Dyson's the fourth Dyson's there you go Dyson's Dyson's fourth because he's so fast oh that's what speed do he could jump over a car what did you think about uh, so so we're at all central compatriots here what what was your uh, reaction to those pesky little royals let me say this to you before we leave the topic of fantasy oh I'm sorry go ahead even as a Tigers fan you you uh, I or as a White Sox fan I want the White Sox to win yes and so even if I have uh, Chris Sale going up against uh, Prince Fielder, and mm-hmm. Prince Fielder has the bases loaded. I want him to hit her home run at the same time I want the White Sox to win. See, and so it's tough. win-win. Whatever yeah. way it goes, yes. you're I'm okay. Too sa- I'm and too there's sad. 160-something game. So that one thing, Prince Fielder hitting that Grand Slam is not going to make the White Sox not make the playoffs. But Maybe? it could hurt my fantasy team. <laughs> 
It's I. I you love never it. Know. I it could it make Chris Sale super sad. I'm with you. We have we have solidarity. Right, well, fine. Solidarity. I'm I'm gonna be the man who roots. Look at it. I root for the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back. By the way, I also I would love I would love daily in every one of my leagues, but I've been doing weekly for so long in two of them that uh, I for unnecessarily defended it. You heard me. <laughs> I literally def- I, I, would, I would prefer daily in everyone because yes. I I love the joy. Uh, to me, draft day for fantasy yes. baseball is the greatest. They, one of my leagues, we go to you know we go to Vegas every year, oh, wow. and we yeah. sit in a room, wow, and we we it's an auction draft, and we yeah. intentionally take twelve hours. It could be oh done yeah, well in that's because it's fun. No, that's part but of the we, game. It's, it's like yeah. we're all flying here. Why are we rushing this? Let's yeah. have fun. Yeah. Um, that's pretty. And then other words, we do as a uh, as a slow draft via email, which I also love. Um, is that a time based thing then? No, is it like uh, or is it just whenever it's happens, not happens. supposed to be? It's supposed to be okay. Manish is up. He's got uh, you know he can take three hours. Yeah. But if you don't get it done in six minutes, you're gonna get emails. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then somebody always jump in and go, "I'm at work. Remember, this is supposed to be fun and take three weeks. That's why we do it this way." That's funny. And oh, that sounds good. But you got to pick though, right? Yeah. Like, it's, that's funny. Uh, certainly, you have somebody in the queue. That's a word we never. So used. do you know all the people in all of these leagues? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Yeah. No, we do a never not funny one, uh, which is listeners. Oh, nice. Oh, and I don't know them at all yeah you know well, i know you started college podcast how, how you say you've never won you haven't won in years right oh, i haven't won in years i used yeah. to win all yeah. the time i had back-to-back victories in one league yeah and and i've made the playoffs in the other league multiple times but yeah i haven't won outright in also many years yeah. it's um yeah i think that's another reason this year that i uh that i wasn't as focused because my all four of my teams were not doing well yeah and then when they're not it's like well i can't even make up the ground i don't yeah. even want to make trades for next year I just kind of was a little defeated this year, so yeah. I wasn't as focused. And then the White Sox sucking didn't, you know, didn't get last place though. Who was last place in the L Central? This guy, yeah. Protect that draft now, pick. Yeah, gotta yeah. love it. Hey, we gotta protect the draft pick, so I'm happy. I, do, do you think it was a tank? Was it a full tank? Oh, you actually, you think there's a? Oh, all of our beat writers. The hashtag was hashtag protect the pick. Like it was. I was super. This was. I and you can attest to this. I wanted all of my guys to play play very very well at the end of the year, but I wanted to lose every. The best games for me is when it would be like an extra innings loss or a ninth inning we lost on a walk off or something like that. Because yeah, I mean it's been so long since we've had a protected pick, and you know we need to build our farm system because it's just hot garbage. And so it's it's. I was very very. I, it is. <laughs> Never heard that phrase in my life, <laughs> I, and I love it. But so it's, I'm on board with it. It's, yes. Thank you. That should be the name of your fantasy team if yes. you start a team. Well, yeah. I was thinking about that. Maybe next year I'll do uh, uh, what's that? Oh my goodness, uh, Dennis uh, 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 Farrell. Uh, Dennis uh, very much wants to do a league where you, me, Anthony, and some other people, and I just can't do a fifth league. <laughs> no, that would be I, insane. I can't do five. No. Four's a pain in the ass. That's yeah, a lot. No, yeah. and, and again, I'm a guy. I love it. I love it. Well, I got to do it next year, I guess. I mean, people have been harassing me to do it for years, and I've always had these nonsense excuses. But you know what? 2015 is a new yeah, I yeah. shaved. Yeah, I did, did all sorts yeah. of this all stuff. Sorts, yeah, things yes, are happening. I, I, yeah. Things are happening. Things are happening. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're going to take just a brief break so that Anthony and I can tell you about our first giveaway. I have a 2016 baseball stadium's wall calendar for sale through TF Publishing. They're available at Amazon.com, Calendars.com, as well as your local Meyer Big Lots, Stop and Shop, and more. I'll include all this info about how you can purchase one of my uh, calendars at my website, roundingthird.net. But for now, Anthony has a very exciting announcement to tell you all about. So uh, we're going to have our first giveaway. It's a giveaway contest. Here, It's very simple. Uh, we are always looking for more trivia questions to ask our, our guests for, their, for the game that we play at the end. 
Um, so if you have any cool trivia questions about your favorite team or about any team that you love or anything, send them to us, please, at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at clubhousepod. And we will look through those. And if we wind up using one of your questions, we will give you a free signed wall calendar. And it will be signed by Manish, who was the photographer. He will sign the Detroit Tigers, Comerica Park picture. And I will sign the Wrigley Field picture because I am a diehard Cubs fan. So send us your questions, please. And uh, good luck. If you are a new listener to the Clubhouse podcast, welcome. For more great baseball conversations, take a look at our archives, like our chat with Hunger Games actress Jackie Emerson. In this clip, Jackie tells us about her attempts to catch a foul ball at Dodger Stadium. One time, I'm still mad about this, one time I almost caught one and it landed, it like hit my seat and I like lunged for it. And then this hyper aggressive mother like grabs it and gives it to her child and gives me this look of death. Like, how dare (laughs) you take this ball from my four year old. And now back to our conversation with Jimmy Pardo. So as uh, uh, my fellow AL Central uh, uh, buddy here, how was uh, your reaction? What was your reaction to the the lovable Royals who, you know, we, we I feel like as a Tigers fan, at least, it's it's always we patted them on the head for the last couple of decades. Like, oh, good for every year. They'd be like, the Royals this year are going to do it. And be like, yeah, they'll do it. This they said that they would do it? Oh, for the last really? I'd say, oh, for, no, I, I'm telling you, no, not do it, but it no, was always the Royals. Always the talented Listen, hold youngsters. on, hold on. Yeah. In like 2011, 12, 13, I'm telling well, that's, you. That's just a, the most recent years. Right, right, right. For right, the right. last 20 years. Right, I'm sorry. Well, for the last 20 years, it was kind of like good for them. They're, they're you know, they're, they're there. But the last couple of years, the the Is that experts. How we felt with the Royals? I think so. But the experts <laughs> would always be like, "Hey, the Royals could do it this year," and I'd say, "Yeah, the Royals could do it. That'd be great." And now they did it, and I was miserable. Really? I was miserable. I like that. You know, as we talked about the last time I was there, that's my favorite stadium in the country. Yes. I, I love the green of the field. I love the blue of the uniform. So to see them out there playing, it was like, I, I kind of was, I was excited for them. Really? I was. It's just and tough. I, I, they all seem like good guys. They yeah. seem like good players. Salvador Perez, it's 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 physically impossible not to smile when Salvi does anything. He is just, I I absolutely love Salvi. Are you cool if I don't call him Salvi? No, I'm going to call him. No, you need to. That's his name. Mm. He wears perfume. Did you know this? No, I did not know he this. He wears perfume because it, uh, I can't remember, there was an old timer that taught him how to do this. He wears a different perfume for different umpires because it makes him think of their sweethearts and gives them a better strike zone. What? Are you kidding me? How do you not love- Why does every catcher do that? I know. I'm sure, out of the bag. I'm sure they'll do it now. But I mean, are you, that's, that is just, <laughs> it is amazing. Do you see the way like he stuck his yeah, leg out to the weird. side when he's catching for Johnny Cueto so, to get a little lower? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about all this? No. Yeah. So, yeah, Johnny Cueto liked a lower- Target, and so Salvi, who's really kind of tall, mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Salvi. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he, if you watch his, if you look back at any pictures or anything while he's catching, his his one of his legs is like splayed out to the side in a way like he's doing some weird, you know, yoga, uh, yoga, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would, yeah, he'll do anything. Well, it paid off, I think. I yeah, Cueto yeah, had uh-huh. a great Royals. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, here's, well, God, the Giants paid him so. But they had to. I know. Actually, the Dodgers had to. But and the fact I'm, that I'm okay, here I saw. I don't know if you saw this. Uh-oh. Johnny Cueto. Uh, they put two stats stat lines ah, yeah, together. Yeah, him and Johnny Cueto. No, not Samarja. Granky. Oh, really? For the last, I forget how many years, four or five years, their numbers are almost identical. Is that right? Yes. Okay, well, great. Well, so they then got a lot of dope. Uh-huh. And if, yeah, and if but Mr. Still, Cueto like can... No one talks about Cueto the way they talk about right. Granky. So but Cueto certainly had some crazy 
games this year where he yeah if he can just pitch at AT&T <laughs> Park that'll be wonderful but as soon as he pitches where someone can call boo at him he's gonna fall fall apart I, know, but what, wait, really yeah he look, just had a couple of bad games I'm sorry but I seriously think the Quato Quato from the wild card game a couple years back I I'm telling you I think that's still in his head I think he got shaken by that he dropped the ball and gave up a home run right away after but that then he had a great he had a great year this year he had a great year at home and he had when he came to the he Royals had a great, at the, with, for the Reds Manish for the Reds that's yeah. the worst stadium in the world to pitch in that is true but when he came over to the AL when he came in with the Royals he had a tough time he had a very tough He's time back in the NL he is back in the NL I think he'll be okay I don't know I just I honestly think he might be a little bit one of those guys who just look. Baseball's a mental game. We talk about it every time. But he's come back for, like it's not, he's not Rick and Keel who can't no, throw no, a ball no, for no. the rest of his life. <laughs> he's no. gonna be no. He's gonna that be. So he's crazy. gonna be great. Yeah, I know. He's no. He's great. Oh. I just I, I'm curious to see what's gonna happen when he has to play at Dodger Stadium and they're gonna be crazy. You know, they will have be fine. In fact, I'll bet you money. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk. We'll think about that. I already owe you twenty bucks. That I'll pay you later. Yeah, right, you yeah, do. I, I forget yeah, if yeah, we yeah. when when exactly we had our. Our other conversation. I think it was before Jake's no hitter. Yes, it was. Yeah, Jake Arrieta threw a no hitter. Yeah, yeah. Even aware that we're now in LA. Do you pay attention to the Dodgers at all? Ever? Sure. Did you have an awareness that that happened? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did you watch that game? Did you see it? I don't remember. Oh. Okay. Never mind. All right. Well, I want to quickly get back. Maybe I did. I again. This was not a good year for me with baseball. Yeah. I I talked to someone who was at that game. Who was at the game? Was I at that game? You've been to so many no hitters. I feel like I've yeah, been, you just... know, I've been, I've been lucky. I saw uh, all of Burleys. I saw no, of course. <laughs> um, I think I was there the next day. Oh, it was a glorious moment in my life. We just uh, it was one of the it was one of the greatest moments in my life. But real quick, of your I, life. Oh it yeah, was. he was he was over the moon. He was, was over the moon with that. It was kind of fun for me. I'm, I've seen. I had tickets to Verlander's no hitter no seven. I didn't go. Which I, I, it was when I owned the magazine. I was going to, you know, 80 games a year. And so it's one of those, eh, I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> Why? Uh, but then I was at Henderson Alvarez's no hitter uh, game 162 in 2013 against the Tigers. Mm-hmm. But at that point, See, the if Tigers, you'd been on your fantasy team, you would have been right? extremely <laughs> happy. Well, I was happy just because we, the Tigers, it was the last game of the season. The Tigers were already in the playoffs. So it was a meaningless game. And so, yeah, I'd never been to a no hitter. And it was one of the most. Oh, just incredible experience! It's in electric. Life. Have you yeah. been to a park where? It's, no, I've been deep uh, parks where it go, it's gone into like seventh, eighth. Yeah, and have you? you know, so not, exciting, yeah, right? Have you amazing. been to a no hitter? Or no? no, no. It's it is. Oh, it's otherworldly. The entire place. It's for the last three innings. Nobody knows what to do. People are just like little children. Grown men are, are sitting there, balling up their fists, like bouncing up and yeah. down, looking around. So, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? How do I don't know what to, what do I, what do I do with my hands? How do I, where do I and look? And I think it would be that way if it was the home or away pitch. Oh, it was. I really do. Oh, right? I do too. Yeah. Oh, I, would, I would immediately like I said, become the biggest Angels fan in the world. I was decked yeah. out in Tigers gear. rooting for them. But yeah, I was absolutely screaming because that, that was the one that also ended on a walk-off, which is the only no-hitter that's ever ended in the bottom of the ninth on a walk-off. And it was just, it was... And who hit the... Uh, the uh, uh, it, was, it was it was a wild pitch and Giancarlo Stanton came running home. It was a wild... Uh, I think it was Lobstein, I believe, who uh, 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 who just DFA'd. Um, uh, <laughs> Doesn't it for assignment. Lobstein. Yeah. What uh, or maybe not a guy. guy. What a name for a pitcher. But whoever it was, it, it was, yeah, we... Uh, it was... What was awesome about it was, um, so it was right after I done my 30 stadium tour, so I was exhausted, and I just went down to Miami for a quote-unquote vacation just to relax and not do anything. But since the Tigers are in town and I'm an addict, I was like, oh, I go to a couple baseball games. And it's Miami, so I got great seats because who cares about Miami? But anything can happen in any day. I know. Any given Sunday, right? That's what they say about That's football. I know. (laughs) Yeah. 
But uh, I'm, uh, that I just want to make sure our listeners know. They know. I'm a know. comedian jackass. That's <laughs> what I do. But it I was uh, the Tigers had five Venezuelans on our team that year. And so it was essentially a Venezuelan home game. There was 20,000 people in that park, all with the Venezuelan flags oh. and banging like the crazy noisemakers. And so it was just one of the most unique experiences. You know how were, those Venezuelans have those crazy noisemakers? Sure they do. They're known for that. Well, no, the, the, any, the, the uh, Dominicans and the uh, Puerto Ricans and... and, and wow, we're going down a road. Oh, you know we're going down a road. <laughs> what? Have you not watched the World Baseball Classic? It's awesome. He's I love... your balls! Yeah, he is. And I want to I want to defend myself here. It's like going to see Journey in concert. Oh, the Filipinos for the, <laughs> for the audience. That's... No, listen, I that is something that I love watching the World Baseball Classic. I loved it. We went to my wife and I. I took my wife to go, uh, and she had, let's call it, zero interest. Of course. <laughs> and uh, when the world uh, was, when they played in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. I wish it would come there every uh, every yeah. four. Is it every four years they yeah, do Yeah, it's every four years. It's such a unique cool where experience. where does it go? I mean, how do they decide? Is it like a host? Yeah, yeah. Well, because they do thing? it all around the country. They have different games, you yeah. know, like the when the World, uh, world Cup soccer was here back in 94? Ish somewhere around there. Same thing there. Like they had games in Dallas and Chicago sure. and yeah. Atlanta. They but there was only like two uh, baseball in like one like on the East Coast and one on the West Coast, right? Mm. Or uh, am I wrong? I don't know. You're well. You're often. I think it was this. Wrong, so <laughs> how dare probably. you? Probably. How dare you? Go back to being mad at him and his oh! racism. <laughs> Go back to him and his bigotry. Um, <laughs> bigotry. Don't come at me with noisemaker <laughs> chat. Uh. But yeah, no, I think you're right. I don't think they had all of the place. I think it was kind of two East Coast, West Coast. But and they, then it goes to like Japan for the final. No, have you? So. Been, no, no. Did we, did we talk last time about going, being in Japan? Have you ever been to Japan? No. Oh, you have to go. If you ever get the chance to go to Japan, you have to go to a baseball game in Japan. I will. I will never probably be in Japan though. I Why? Can, well, listen, uh, my family fought for this country, <laughs> and I'm a patriot, and I will not give them one yen. <laughs> you hear me? I hear you. Uh, yeah. I'm not. I, 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 I've got some issues with traveling, and I, I, I can't uh, see me ever the, the, the thirteen-hour flight, the ten-hour flight, and and the land. I'm. I also. I, I a little nervous breakdowns where I land somewhere and I don't have an agenda, and so I kind of. Uh, Japan scares me. Okay. China scares me. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so I don't. If, if I'm going to make that trip, that thirteen hours, it's going to be to Italy. It's going to be to Paris. Yes. It's going to be somewhere where I. Uh, I, I don't know. I, Food? I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What if you were with... Okay, just, I'm just saying hypothetically, if you had like a gig that they wanted to bring you to Japan to do... I would wonder, A, why did they want me? <laughs> yeah. So I'd be I'd be frazzled by that. You're huge I'd, in Japan. I'd be stressed out. I'm big in Japan, at Court yeah. Alphaville. Uh, it's a band. <laughs> I know. I, yes, I'm aware. Um, they did Forever Young as yes, well. Yes, they did. I wanna be... Oh my. That... Forever Young. Was unexpected. I wanna be... <laughs> Beautiful. He's a singer, uh, uh, kind of. But so, uh, just hypothetically, <laughs> yes. If you do ever go to Japan, though, go see a baseball. Game. But because they, at least the game I went to, it was the Hanshin Tigers, who are from Osaka in Tokyo, and there is a traveling group of fans who sit in the right field bleachers, and they have cheerleaders, and they're all. Every one of them is decked out in some sort of gear. Okay. And they have the thunder sticks, and they have. Uh, some you know face painting whatever but only when their team is at bat they have specific chants or songs for every player if they get a single there's a specific chant or song for that if they get a home run another one and it's it's one of the most it's utterly communal and organized but like joyful mm -hmm. and then when the other team is at bat they don't heckle them they don't bother them very polite very super polite so it's like one of the most 
beautiful electric kind of atmospheres you'll ever see at a, at a, at a baseball game ever. Because it's sort of like the soccer thing that can happen without the violence and nonsense. Mm -hmm. When it's also, it's super, uh, uh, like the fans there are incredible. I think this isn't just about baseball. I think this is just the culture in Japan where they clean up after themselves yeah. and whatnot. And there was an image earlier this year of... Uh, the American team went over and played like some exhibition game, you know, in Japan. And afterwards, they took photos of each team's dugout. And the really? uh, American dugout was what you would expect if you've ever been in the dugout after a game. A nice thin layer of sunflower seeds and water bottles and, you know, wrappers and spit and all that stuff. Crumpled up cups. Just, yeah, and just everything. It's just, you know, filthy. And and the uh, Japanese team side, it was as if someone had just really buffered it. Like it was, it was just completely spotless. I was like, yeah, there it is. That's that's the difference between our cultures, right there. That's and why I won't go over there. <laughs> I don't like the. That, that, actually, that, that's a calling curve for why I should go with my crazy OCD. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's incredibly clean and and Need fun to be in and, order. But uh, sorry, so you're not going to go to Japan. Would you ever go to like, let's say Cuba or or because now Cuba, we we've opened up the, our borders there because I desperately want to go He's watch baseball. At menacingly, not 100 percent sure why either. I know. It's, really, it's nothing to do with with anything that's going to happen here. It's okay. Unnecessary. The gesture. word Cuba came out of <laughs> his <laughs> mouth <laughs> as if I don't want the defensive. Again, now. I, don't know. I love this country. I know. Is he I mean, making? <laughs> would I go there? Probably. I would. I think I can go to Cuba. Maybe a Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you just—it's maybe just did you say maybe a Puerto Rico. I did. <laughs> Example of an exotic land. So that I would travel <laughs> to a Commonwealth of the United States. Mm -hmm. Yes, you could go. Which yes. you don't need a passport to go you to. Don't. No, you do don't. not. Okay. All when right. Did I learn that in my life? Maybe three weeks ago. <laughs> it's accurate. That's accurate. I thought you needed a uh, passport. No, they're, it's it's they're, it's they're citizens. Yeah, I don't. They don't understand have a vote. It. They don't have a vote, though. They don't have a vote. It's, it's they're, super they're complicated. Citizens. They're also not a state. Yeah, no. no. They're a territory. They're yeah, a territory, commonwealth, whatever something. Now yeah. you grew up around the same time as I. Uh, yeah. You're younger than I am, but uh, do you remember when Puerto Rico? When it was like it was going to be the 51st state? Yeah, it's it, it been, been talked happen. about a lot of. Yeah, sure. And then yeah, 50 is a nice round number, right? Oh, boy, really? It, yeah, okay. just keep it. At 50. Wow, I'm just saying is all. Oh, you want to keep him out? You oh, you know what? You were right. You were gonna jump on board with me right there. I was, but then I started going the other way. Yeah, you did. Go the other way with you. I don't know. We're all voting for Trump, right? Yeah, of course. Getting okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why good not? American. Yeah, absolutely. Whew. Got some good ideas. Love it or leave it. Uh, I like Pink Floyd's "The Wall." I think that's what he's talking about. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, I want to. Uh, we we got so far off topic from from the thing. I want to clarify something that I said about the Kansas City Royals. Oh, uh, what happened? I want to make sure that my Royals fans out there. I've got a very nice uh, friend, Robin, who I watched the Royals game with. I was not miserable when. Uh, no, they you won. said miserable. I know. I want to clarify. Right. Yes. I want to clarify. So this is something I don't remember. I think we. Uh, did we come here before the after the All Star game? I think before the All Star game yes, when we recorded like you June. last time. Yeah, it was like Juneish. So we hadn't gone to Kansas City yet. Um, so one of the reasons why I made that uh, horrible, terrible $20 bet with uh, you and Anthony. What was I, the bet? Refresh my memory. Because even was, in an email, you said, I owe you $20, and I don't remember why. The bet was that the Royals, it's just, you picked the Royals to win the division. That's right. Uh, and I he picked, picked the Tigers, I picked the Tigers to win the division. And you, I, I believe if the, I think you said if the Twins won, it was like, no, if the White Sox won, it was $4,000 or something like that. Um, what? If the White Sox won, you, you'd get $4,000 just because it was not going to happen. Oh, because I bet on them in Vegas? Yeah. Uh, but so, <laughs> see, I'm not that crazy. I just bet 20 bucks. I don't bet anything too. Well, I didn't bet $4,000. I bet <laughs> yeah. uh, a 10 that would have, yeah. or a hundred that would have paid me. Yeah. I really wanted yeah. the listeners to think that you bet $4,000 no, on what, the White Sox. <laughs> well, you're a big time comedian. You got that big time, Listen, uh, Conan the, the, money and all that the stuff. The money I roll around, it's embarrassing. 
Right? <laughs> Do I go to stub and buy if-then if tickets for way too much? Yes. Uh, see, it's you too. You two are, are living the lives of the of celebrity. celebrity. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As I walked past, that was funny, by the way, speaking of when I came to your show, walking past all the people... Uh, like there's certain lines where I can walk past and people will bother Jimmy Pardo for an autograph or a picture <laughs> after if then walking past all the people that were stage dooring nothing yes nothing like, who's that guy nobody knew chorus girl getting some uh, pictures and autographs yes. me nothing yes oh, that's a nice little reality it's good check. Yeah. oh it was it was warm. a kick in the face but so yes. at the beginning of the season I was super anti the Royals because of, and we've talked about this Anthony and I about there, I was being poisoned by their online community which tends to happen where you read the stuff that Humpty Dance online and you just, you start painting the entire fan base with the very vocal idiots that are online that are saying some of the most hateful, awful, terrible, horrible things, or just being overly obnoxious, overly arrogant. That whole voting nonsense with the All-Star game where they were voting Omar Infante in as a starting second baseman. You don't think he deserves a start? <laughs> Excuse me. You don't think the... It just, so, so a lot of that was happening. Luggage man in baseball. Anthony and I went to Kaufman yes. uh, for his first trip there, and and, and uh, it was... Wait a minute, your first, I apologize, your no, first no. trip to Kaufman was after, even on this show, yeah, I yeah. said it was my favorite. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I know you've got opinions, lower tier, upper tier, uh, <laughs> at baseball stadiums. Where does Kaufman fall in? Uh, Kaufman is like middle upper. Middle upper? <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite. No. I'm with you, Jimmy. It's, it's one of, my, it's it's one of the not, best. It's I mean, it's a cool... It's a, cool place to see a game for sure in the sense of the, the the atmosphere is great but aesthetically i don't think it's that yeah, special it, uh, you don't like the giant crown i don't like the giant crown i think you the don't giant like the, the, the crown what about the what about the fountains you don't like the fountains and the fountains are a little cheesy you don't like the stat you love the statues i love the statues you love the statues and the outfield the they're, they're, they're the, probably the best among the best statues i don't know if the statues were there there's one of the great now. great statues, the, got the, great statues. The, the manager who won the world series for them back in 85 is that Whitey herzog no. no, no, he had a weird name, no. a Would name be, that I didn't remember. Is it Wedi Herzog? No, Wedi Herzog. <laughs> <laughs> but they have the great statue of him standing on the top step of the dugout, kind of thing. Just look like his expression, you know, the bronze thing. You don't mm -hmm. always get like great expression. Sometimes they look kind of weird. Yeah, he it was it looked so human, well, and you know, alive, larger than life. But so that was really great. We were also there for like eight hours. Yeah, there was a rain, crazy no, long rain I'm just, delay. I'm mm -hmm. simply talking about like I part of the ballpark thing for me. Because I'm a snob, is the aesthetics, <laughs> the beauty of it, or the lack of beauty? Mm -hmm. You know, and you and don't think it's beautiful. I, I don't think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. I but think I think it is but beautiful. It's what I really loved about that ballpark is the way it's shaped. You feel surrounded yes. by the crowd in a really great way. I love that about it. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's beautiful. No, I think it's a great place to see a ball game. Can I go off on a tangent about a about a bronze statue? Go yes. for it. This is 100 percent true story. Uh, it. it uh, uh, in Beverly Hills, there's a bronze statue of two kids flying a kite. And one time I turned the corner and I saw Gary Busey saluting that statue. <laughs> <laughs> he turned and, and, he, and, he, and he went, all right. And then walked away and I looked and I saw, I was like, you got to be kidding me. And uh, so I don't know uh, to this day why he was doing that. Yeah, well, that is phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. That, that, that is. And what is the perfect guy. Like, of course it, it is. And this was before Gary Busey became like this character that he is yeah. now character that we all. Himself. This yeah. was like, like I had to call my wife. I think I just saw Gary Busey saluting a bronze statue. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Like he was proud of the artwork. Or the fact that these kids were able to get that bronze kite up in <laughs> little to no wind. That's a heavy kite. That's probably yeah, it is. Oh, that's going to be a heavier kite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but to put a button on I, my thing. I think it was Whitey Herzog. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll look it up and put it on clubhousepodcast.com. Even if it isn't Whitey Herzog, I'll say it's Whitey Herzog. Uh, but honestly, after I went to Kaufman again, yeah. and, and I, my foot stepped 
out of the car and we and I walked around the tailgating section and talked to some of the fans. It all melted away and I realized, oh no, I forgot how much I love these this fan base. I forgot how much I love the stadium. Stop being such an idiot about this. Stop being such a a a you know just that type of fan. Where no, I actually ended up being. I, I wanted. I personally wanted a Cubs Blue Jays series because I thought narratively wise it would have been interesting. It would have been fun. But the Blue Jays have been there. The Blue eh, Jays ninety one ninety two. But soon since then, for me. All right, fair enough. But 90, weren't they there in 93? I'm sorry, 92, 93. I always do that. 92, 93, 91 was the Twins. 92, 93 was them. But I don't know. I just felt like um, Kansas City kind of had their thing last year, and they came up a little bit short. No, but that's and exactly they came up a little bit short. Them. Yes, you want that's them back. They had their thing. They did. They did. They went, they went on, seven. Dude. They couldn't do it. So I let's let someone else. You know I'm passionate. <laughs> but I was honestly. You guys, how, we can say that about the Tigers. You guys had your thing. Let's move on. Nah. See, right? double standard, right? You've been called out. Okay. Called out double standard. Somebody I said am... that about the White Sox in 2005 where they go, oh, I'm over it. No, over that's it. ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just talking about it's, it's, I am ultimately, I'm not, like, all blustering aside, all, you know, fake outrage of, oh, my team, X, Y, and Z. I actually was, because it is impossible to not like anybody on that team. They are all such really, really, I don't think there's one player on that team Who that, seems like a, that I'm annoyed like a, with even. Like a tool. Except for... <laughs> except, except for Mr. Yost, and I'm not really. It's just it's Yosty is just. What about him? Like I don't know. T- like he seems like a bad person. No, 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 no. no. Th- this is more about the baseball side of it, where where the baseball fan of me is like. But he's doing it. That's why right there, because it's. But he's doing it. I don't understand the baseball nerd fan in me goes. I don't understand how he's doing it, and that annoys me. Wasn't he almost fired like four years ago? Not only was he almost fired with the Brewers, he was fired during their playoff race. They made it to the playoffs. They fired him in September. That's how bad he was. They fired him because they're like. Oh. I do know that I don't follow like the the chatter, but I do know that Royals fans often get mad at him. Yes. I mean, a lot of Cardinals fans get mad at Matheny too, and getting yosted, and they won a hundred games. So I don't quite understand that. I don't either. It's because. because he plays a very specific type of game where he will bunt no matter what. He will, you know, he will sacrifice an out no matter what. He will, yeah, which is fine in context, but it's everybody knows if you got a guy in first, he's going to be bunting. And so for it, if it didn't works. work. If it everybody didn't knows, work, he's the thing. It didn't work. Baseball. It worked in 2005 for the White Sox with Aussie Ball. The I mean, it was it, it wasn't it working for a long time, and then all of a sudden, sure, it does work. And so now he's a genius. But forever, it wasn't working, and I think it was just that frustration of. Are we going to get yosted today, or is it actually going to come through and happen? And it did happen, and that's great for them. But I don't know. It's, it's now this makes me wonder, and just in general, you know, people have a lot of chatter on on you know sports media, or whatever about like, and and in terms of like the the sabermetrics guys about like how do you ever think about a manager's contribution to a team? So what is your take on that? The thinking about the manager's contribution to a team and their wins and losses. Well, I'm I'm. I'm very outspoken and probably uneducated. <laughs> what? No, about, about Ozzie Guillen managing in 2005. And I just use him as an example, which is the first time I defended the guy, which I can't believe it. <laughs> because I, I stand by that team was so good, you could have managed in 2005. So to me, the manager does nothing, yet does everything. Yeah. I give Ozzie no credit for winning, but I blame Robin Ventura for that team being horrible. Yes. So, so I literally have no ground to stand on. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I blame Robin for everything the Sox have done wrong. Everything. It's his fault. Yet, Ozzy gets no credit from me for them winning in 2005. Why? But why does Ozzy get no credit? Because I think that team was that good. Yeah. I think that that team could have, again, you could have just written that lineup as he did almost every day. The same lineup. The he same didn't, lineup. He didn't yeah. do. He, he didn't would occasionally things. throw in, and I can never pull this guy's name, and it drives me crazy. It's not Gabe Kapler, but it's a Gabe Kapler type guy 
who uh, Mark Kotze. Yeah, oh, yeah. Every yeah. now and then he would put Mark Kotze in, and it would drive me bananas because <laughs> I didn't understand, like, why are we letting this guy play? And uh, But other than that, it was the same lineup every yeah. day. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going through a phase right now where, I mean, I think you can point 100% to Joe Madden's impact on, on our team. Oh, success. I think you can. You know, so. well, I think Madden's also special where it's not only just the, the lineups and the data. Yeah, I think it's the way that, you know, with the stuff that we're not seeing. It's the stuff in the locker room. It's the stuff in the, you know, his little post-game shenanigans of all your, we're going to dress up in pajamas or bring a magician in or have these animals in and whatnot. I think, and we've talked about this, you know, I call him the rookie whisperer. Like, it is, he is the mm-hmm. perfect person for that age kids, where if he was to come and play or manage on a Yankees or a Tigers or a Red Sox or a more veteran team, I don't think it would be nearly as so effective. So let me ask you this then. So then what do you think about next year? When when a uh, Schwarber, my Sandra, Schwarber, yeah, yeah, uh, when he's not a rookie anymore, is he going to still it's, respond? Yeah, because I think yes. they're still young, and I also I think it's because the, the, there's also a culture being there. Built. It so is that culture, what now they're used to. You know, context and culture give life to everything that happens inside of it, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're they've already bought in, they're, they're already exactly. living That's in. It. Okay, yeah, he showed so up think, ten right? years in. I think it's something that done. Is, is, right. is sustainable. I would yes. like to think. You know, no, I definitely this is certainly what he did in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Um, and it's, and I think it's also like, I don't know what things you get mad at Robin Ventura for, but I know for sure that Joe, he's not, he doesn't do things in lockstep. He definitely responds to what's happening in, in game. It seems like you know? Robin doesn't. And by the way, I'm again, I'm a guy that wasn't hundred percent focused this year. So maybe he did all the right things and it didn't work out. I don't know. All I know is he seems like a bore to me. And, <laughs> uh, and, the- and part of that is he filled in once, uh, for, uh, with with Hawk Harrelson, he filled in as the uh, as the color guy, and he was a snore. What? And so I kind of blame, like literally that nine innings I heard him doing a broadcast. Like now I like I loved him as a ball player. That nine innings has tainted me on Robin Ventura. Well, and I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's a fine manager. He's not. They are a horrible team. <laughs> They've lost three straight years. They're horrible. Uh, you can't. Idea. Yeah. Uh, what did well, you? What did you? What sense did you make of Samarja this year? I don't think he claim, he thinks he was tipping his pitches. Yeah, that's what I he saw some he he tip, which is absolutely could happen. Like, and I think he's going to be great with the Giants. It's probably, I think and it's he is be, too, actually. And this is part you know, when you talk about the the online uh, world. Yeah. It's going to be a bunch of White Sox fans going, yeah. "Oh, now he's good." Yeah, but Where, that happens when he when he left. Yeah, don't let the door hit in the head. Like, mm-hmm. it's a fine. But first of all, you're a hillbilly. <laughs> Drinking Schlitz in a bar. How also, dare you badmouth this guy? I also think that empty stadium game got to him too. Remember the empty stadium yeah. game against the Orioles where I he do. got shellacked. Uh, I mean, what eight runs in the first yeah. inning or some yeah, such but nonsense? Nobody else got shellacked that game. That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I think that's once again talking about the mental stuff. I think that may have gotten into his head a little bit, and and I don't know. I just I'm when it comes to ball players, I put a lot more, and I know this is unquantifiable and yeah, sabermetrics people yeah, that's hate the other, this. That's the other point. Yeah, but that, I that, absolutely because yeah. I spent a lot of times around ball players. I've I've spent a lot of times in locker rooms. I've spent a lot of time interviewing them. I've talked to a lot of ball players before, after when games aren't happening, and there is, you know, something in their head can completely torpedo. A month or two of their season, even if it doesn't seem like it should. Even like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. How, it's could some, it, how could it not? How could it not? We're human beings. Yeah. Okay, you're both rational adult human people. A lot of <laughs> other fans. Excuse me? Ra- you know, relatively speaking we, to the baseball chosen show fans. business. <laughs> or should I say it chose us? Listen, it's in your bones. Oh, you can't do anything oh, about God. this. Just, <clears throat> All right. I'm going to vomit. Um, but you know what? Talking about Robin and his kind of lack of... of uh, uh, 
And again, I couldn't do any better. Let me just come. Yeah, sure, I just, sure. I don't so be this we all, we're all fans. Look, so, honestly, whether you could do better doesn't mean you don't have. Yeah, I said this about Yost, but I just made fun of the guys that bad that say this online, yes. and yet I'm doing no, it. No, it's you're not saying this. This you're, is also for humor as well. Entertainer, and yeah. it's it's like I said. Even when I say stuff about Yost, it's it's he is. I've met him a couple of times, and he's a genuinely nice, sweet, awesome guy. So this is all once again. When I put my baseball hat on, when I put my little baseball fan hat on, that's when it gets, it's irrational, it's stupid. I quote unquote hate people that obviously I don't hate. Mm. It's just, it's all a part of the rabble rousing. I'm the other way. I'm not sure, I'm not sure I like A-Rod too much, from what I can tell, for instance. That's different though. There's certain people. What about this year? Didn't he come back a little bit? Yeah, I don't care. Good graces? doesn't mean that he's. I don't mean, I don't mean baseball wise, but didn't he seem like maybe. No, I'm talking baseball. Do you remember at the beginning of the season when he had a little salt and pepper in his beard? Two of my baseball writer friends emailed me. They're like, I swear to God, he's dying that beard gray. I'm telling you. I mean, obviously, what? it's completely unsubstantiated, but they're like, I, get, I bet you anything. He's he's dying that to get sympathy, to basically be like, oh, I'm just an old. It was like McGuire with his little grandpa glasses at the congressional hearings and all that stuff. And it's, you know, hey, it's all it's all theater. You know, it's all, let's, let's see what we can do to. to if you don't think that A-Rod is focus grouped to death and has a team of people determining you think every so? word that got- comes out of his mouth and. Yes. Let me. Ask I mean, you, we had. Go ahead. Yes. I was well, going to ask about you. You being this huge Cub fan, uh, but you didn't start till 2003. You said. Well, no. I've. It's always been a part of my life. So where's Sammy when Sosa in all this for you? <laughs> no, Sammy Sosa is is went off the rails. 100. percent It was this weird thing. That we have a wonderful blog writer. Bleed Cubby Blue is our main fan site that I go to, mm-hmm. and he's actually, in my estimation, and I look at other teams' fan sites, and some of them get really kind of dry. He writes passionately. But he also writes, I feel, pretty objectively. Okay. And he was, you know, he was talking about like how, like he did this whole series on some of the greatest Cubs ever, you know. And Sammy Sosa, you could, is certainly in the conversation in terms of what he did Mm -hmm. for the team. And in that piece that he wrote, he's like, it's a very complicated thing because clearly there's other stuff going on, you know. And yes, in the way that he left the team was really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just went south in this crazy way. And he's clearly kind of a clown, you know, but you, it's like, the, what like the spirit that he brought to the city and to the team you can't deny that so it's it's just a lot of different things but yeah i mean i think that he should not be in the hall of fame for instance you don't think he it. should be no i don't we have a, we've had this conversation a lot and i think that the steroid thing is really not something that should be in the hall of fame i really so do. all of you mcguire bonds yep. clemens yes, yes. Yep. they'll be in the museum yeah I, I can't remember if we discussed this last time have you been to cooperstown or no, no? What are you doing with your life, Jimmy? Well, it's, just, it's like Japan to me. It's different <laughs> cities scare me. Cooperstown the, frightens me. In Cooperstown, so they have the museum and the plaque room. So obviously they're never going to be in the plaque room, but they are represented in the museum. Well, they, they do, should be. They brought back baseball. I mean, uh, uh, McGuire and Sosa. I think Ripken had a lot to do with that. And Griffey Jr. had a lot to oh, do with that. Uh, I Griffey, think. Uh, Ripken was the year before, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, 97, yeah. And then yeah. what did he do in 98? What did Ripken do in 98? <laughs> Retired because the focus wasn't on him. Oh, there are, these two guys are getting all the attention. I yeah. probably should announce my retirement and get focused back on me. Yeah. You child. <laughs> and and I, yeah, again, Come on, again, I'm an entertainer. Yeah. It's it, there's no question that the home run race was like exciting and fun for people. Yeah, but you know, it's it's know. also a cartoon. It's not. Oh no, they're they're you know, it's, yes. I, I, so. well, that sounded like I was exhausted with you. I'm not. <laughs> I was agreeing with you, but that sounded all, yes, as, oh, if, you, as yeah, if you don't yeah. shut up about this. Oh, here he goes. 
<laughs> that was right, not my intent. I'm sorry for that. We are running dangerously low on time, and there's there's a couple things we have to do a trivia game with you. Oh, and I know. Do you remember I this? Stink at it. I tried to make the questions a little bit different oh, this time, boy. so we'll see. Come on, we'll see. A little bit different. You mean easier? Is that what you mean by that? <laughs> I said different. That's what you projected. Oh, come on. Um, but but uh, there's so many there's so much more stuff I want to talk to you about. Um, I actually I don't think we talked about it last time either. What? I want to talk to you about Bill Vec really really badly. He was fun. Is Bill that Vec, Bill Vec was fun? Okay, all right. Okay. I was a kid. I mean, I was. It was That's why, because you were a kid. kid so I, would, I feel like that would have been the time. I so. love going out and and, and on a on a double header where it's boiling hot and you know you get, taking one of those showers and. But you're a kid, so then you run around and you're dry in three seconds. I, I wouldn't do it as an adult. All right, so I just want to bring up. All right, but here's a couple of things that that Bill Vec, the former owner of the uh, uh, Chicago White Sox, here's some for those of you who may not know. So he is the gentleman who uh, I think this is when he was with the St. Louis Browns, I believe. Uh, he uh, hired a uh, a little person to mm-hmm. take an at bat as kind of a gimmick and to bring people out. Uh, Eddie Goodell, I believe, it was Eddie Goodell, yeah. Uh, and so he also had um, Grandstand Manager Day. I think this was also in St. Louis, maybe not in Chicago, where he gave all the fans in the stands placards that had yes or no on it, and he would go out there and ask for trade. You know, should we trade this person? Should we sign this person? Yes. No, and the fans were the manager that day. They decided who basically got to come on the team. So he's the type of guy that did this type of weird gimmicks, which when I own my own minor league baseball team one day, I'm going to do it in the vein of Bill Vec. I'm going to be the Bill Vec of minor league baseball. Well, his son is. Isn't his son kind of the Bill Vec of yeah, minor league baseball? he kind of is, but I'm going to do it better. Uh, and mm. uh, <laughs> But the one for you, though, is obviously the one thing that happened in Chicago Demolition, disco, uh, demolition, disco yeah. demolition night. Were you aware what was of this? The, what happened? What was oh, this? You don't know this? Oh, this is a beautiful story. Was it ninety? Is it seventy nine? Yeah. Must have been because it was when disco died, quote unquote. So I think it was the end of the you know seventy eight, seventy nine. It was the, the the great uh, his legendary brother. You know Steve Dahl? Yeah, of course. Steve Dahl did yes. this. It was uh, he did disco demolition night where Bill uh, Bill Vex kid. It was the kid. Yeah. Thought it would be a good idea to do 99 cent because it was the uh, the loop. 99 cents to come into the game. Come into the game. If you brought a record. Yeah. I believe if you, if you brought a record, a mm-hmm. disco record for them to blow up <laughs> in the between uh, the doubleheader uh, <laughs> against the Tigers, against your it Tigers. against the Tigers. Uh, you got in for a dollar. And it uh, so the it was sold out. People were climbing over the fence to get in. Remember when you could also go on the field as a person? It was as a non baseball player person, and that's what this yeah, was. So yeah. it was a stadium full of basically rock fans, all doped out of their minds, who didn't care about baseball. And so when they blew up the records, they all charged the, the field. And then the White Sox had to forfeit the second game, while Steve Dahl is in the uh, because they couldn't. Yes, play. yeah, <laughs> couldn't play the game. You, I, I'm amazed you don't know this. I don't know, especially this. from being from. Uh, There's yeah. footage of it. I that mean, you I was a tiny child. I was a tiny child then. Uh, you were what? Seven uh, or eight? Seven or eight yeah. or nine? I'll show what, you when we get back. Lie to... you're doing on IMDb. <laughs> um, but I, what was I? It depends I was, on what you say. It was the summer of what? Year? I think it was seventy-nine. It was seventy-nine. Seven. Yeah. You were born in seventy-two. I was born in seventy one. I turned se- I turned eight in October after baseball. My apologies. Yeah. See. For apparently, I thought I did a lot of research and I <laughs> didn't do enough. Disco demolition was an yeah. amazing thing. And Steve Dahl, uh, great broadcaster, great man. Yeah. And uh, it's you, weird you, that that's. Do you know? Do you know about Steve and Gary? Their song. Uh, their their little Steve and Gary scumbags uh, were meat idiots. That was their, what? That's that the radio their, jingle. That was, that was radio their jingle. jingle yeah. Because they were uh, they were edgy. They were yeah. they were stern before they stern. Really? This was like in the seventies, eighties, in that general. Yeah. Oh, the seventies. Yeah. I was obsessed with them. They wow. were morning, morning. You know, rush hour. 
Scumbags is pretty edgy for for the radio, actually. Yeah, well, somebody called them that. Somebody, oh. <laughs> uh, somebody, uh, they did a thing where you can go to prom with Stephen Gary. I wouldn't let him go with you two scumbags. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. I could yeah. be wrong. It could be confusing two different quotes, but yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Steve Dole still does radio in Chicago. He's got a podcast, and he is. Uh, I've uh, since become his friend, and uh, nothing more exciting than uh, to meet your heroes and have them be decent people. And is he Sox or Cubs? I can't remember. You know, I think Steve's a guy that will go either way. Yeah. But, uh, when the cut, when the Sox opened at uh, the New Comiskey, uh, he it's bought. Not new, it's not New Comiskey, but it was at the time. It was called it's always New, new Comiskey. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, he had club seats, and he was a big Sox guy. Yeah. I don't know if he is anymore. I okay. think maybe now he's a Blackhawks guy. Yeah, because uh, they're winning. Yeah, he's he's fair weather. I think he'll he just is. go where the where the. I think are. so. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think it also depends where he is in his career, like sure. on what yes. station. Yes, hitch yes. the wagon. wagon. Yeah, let's yeah. go. You're on GN now. Yeah. Go on the Cubs. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Yes. All right. So trivia time. Go ahead. Do you remember the game, or do we need to re-explain it to you? Yeah, I know. I Anthony, get a single, a double, a triple, a home run. Yes. Yeah, there, there you go. You go. That's it. And you get three outs. So you can get. Okay. So the last time we did this, you got a little overexcited and you answered a little too quickly. So you can take a second and think about the answer. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I could take one second. I could take six hours. <laughs> the answer is going to be what I know. <laughs> all right, fair enough. And what I'm going to know is I'm going to strike out in three questions. I don't think so. We're gonna. We're gonna. All right, here we go. <laughs> so so stressed out. God, the, this thing stressed. The White's like, hey, you know what? You got two runs on the board last time, and as of now, the leader is James Merrillat, who has uh, four runs on the no, board. No, we have, no, we had uh, oh, that. Yeah, you did research. Uh, no, no, it's just it's it's that episode hasn't come out yet. Oh, oh will it come out before this one or after this? No. One? So as when this one comes out, basically the can leader I, is four runs. Can I write down who I think the leader is? <laughs> who scored the most runs? You don't have to. Don't answer on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, um, that's but fine. Did this guy score the most runs? I can't see it. Who is it? Well, y- yes. Yes, he scored the most runs. But um, right now, the leader in the clubhouse is uh, someone else, just because we've had to. Because basically, what happens is we will add it up to your last. So the White Sox right now have two runs on the board, and however many runs you get now, the White Sox will add to their lead. But once again, I'm the only return guy, so that seems unfair to others. We've had a couple of other similar like teams. Two, like we've had a couple Yankees. of Giants. We've had a couple of Yankees. We've had a couple of yeah. So okay. it's yeah. Don't worry. Here we go. Why don't I let you guys do your show and just answer <laughs> the freaking questions? So, batting second. Apparently, and the, and the White Sox, they, they, the, the leadoff man and the, and the uh, guy in the two-hole, the same batter. <laughs> they, well, maybe Bill Vec uh, <laughs> yeah. had something to do with this. Maybe this is a Bill Vec creation. <laughs> so, uh, batting second for the Chicago White Sox, number seven, playing second base, Jimmy Pardo. Is that how you would enter the batter's box raising your fist in the air like that? <laughs> I would. Be, uh, <laughs> I'm very cocky. I'm coming in. Where's the bat? Fo- right up here. Oh, yeah. You're holding, holding it up. Like Bo Jackson like, in that <laughs> iconic picture. Yes, okay. I'm that. Okay. Uh, and then it's, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the meme would say, uh, Pardo knows nothing. It would be at the bottom <laughs> based on what's about to happen. It would be very... All right, here we go. This is for a single. I scored two last time. You I did score, score I two. I literally scored two runs. Yes, you did score two runs. Here we go. Rally time. <laughs> Second inning. Who is the all-time White Sox home run leader? Well, it's got to be Frank Thomas. All right, so yeah, that's a single. Yeah, yeah. See? Okay. All right, that's it's a single. single. Wait for it. My Hold son on. can answer that. Wait for it. You have, an, you have an option to steal now. Now, here's the way this works. I'm going to ask you this question. Yes. Ask you this question. And if you think you know the answer, go ahead and answer it. And if you get it right, you'll be able to take second base. So it'll okay. be easier to score on a double. If you don't think you know it, don't answer it. Because if you get it Just wrong... Just dance off first and then go back. Because okay. if you get it wrong, yeah. right. the guy's going to be thrown out. So there'll be nobody on base and an out. So basically... Ah. Yes. Okay, so, so I can go halfway and come back. Exactly. Yes, 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 you yes. Can bluff. You can bluff. Here we go. 
Very excited. So Frank is the all-time White Sox home run leader. He's got 448 with the Sox and 521 total when you include his time with Oakland and Toronto. I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> or, or should I for this? No, he shouldn't. Okay. He's a Hall of Famer. So who are the number First two? ballot. Oh, yeah. this, wait, this guy? Or, no, 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 Frank, 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 Frank yeah. yes. So numbers two and three on the all-time White Sox home run list. So you've got Frank as number one. So who has the second and third most home runs in the history of the Chicago Pale Hose? Come on, it He's seems like, like doing I should a reverse, know this. reverse choke hold on himself right now. <laughs> Boy, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> He's hitting his elbows together. Very stressed. Rhythmically. <laughs> I feel so stupid when it comes to these things. I feel so dumb. It's one of those things where I think I know the answer, then I'll say it, and then you'll laugh at me, and I'll be ashamed that I said it out loud. <laughs> Part of me wants to just, and then I feel bad that I don't know it if I'm wrong. You don't have to. Like I said, this is, you lose nothing by, by not answering But that I don't answer. gain. You don't gain, yes. Because as you may remember, the double may or may not score the runner from first depending on factors. Yes, we decide. Park whether factors. Not, yes, we decide whether it scores or not. Yes. So <laughs> you're, you'd be assured of a run if you steal and then... I'm going to try double. it. I'm oh, going to try it. Oh, this is rough. I'm going to try it. Okay. It doesn't have to be in order. No, 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 no. I, it, by the doesn't way, doesn't matter. These are not, they're not even the two. I don't know. I'm going to go with Carlton Fisk and Bill Melton. <laughs> Am I anywhere near it? Tenerco, so right? here's the thing that oh, just happened. Hold on. Here's That'd the thing Tenerco, that just happened. Right? You were looking out into the outfield and you were like, hey, what's going on here? And the pitcher just casually walked over to you and tagged you out because that could not have been more wrong. The For, I, I, I just told you I'm going to have shame. It's Canerco, right? It's Paul Canerco is number two. You, shut up. I told you I'm going to have shame. And your response was, here's what happened. You look the fool. That doesn't seem fair. I made myself vulnerable. I and know. you mocked me. Oh, this is true. I learned it from watching you. Okay. That's good. So, yeah. All right, hang on. So it's Canerco. Canerco. And then give me a, give me the number, player's number. I don't know his number, but I know Oh, who doesn't know things now? <laughs> who the hell knows the White Sox? Nobody would. All right, give me his the initials. initials or HB. Oh, it was Harold Baines. Yeah. You know, can I tell you something? I overthought it. You did overthink it. <laughs> Obviously, it's Canerco and Baines. Yes. I, that was shocking to me. And Hold then on four and five are Melton and uh, uh, Yeah, so, so Canerco, 432, 439 total. I don't quite know who he got his other seven with. I'm going to say the Reds. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, and then Harold Baines, 221 with the White Sox. That's a hell of a drop-off. But then 384 total. So it's, it's yeah, but within the White Sox organization. Mm. So well, uh, Ron there, is, there is there is a Carlton Fisk statue though, so you have that. Yeah, and Fisk is great. Do I have that? You have it. You have. The All right. Statue. So now this is for a double. Oh, so now there is a failure. Why did nobody, I try? Nobody on base. One out. Oh, damn it. Okay. So who did Mark Burley throw his perfect game against in 2009? That interesting. Dwayne Wise caught the ball. So the team. It was one of our first days at the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. I remember everything about this except for the team. <laughs> Jimmy, no. I remember where I was. <laughs> I remember. I remember uh, people running to me as I arrived at the Tonight Show to hug me as if I had something to do with it. <laughs> I remember there was talk of that we got to get Mark Burley to do the show, and he refused. But then he went on Letterman. He refused. Ugh. What? Yeah, he didn't want to make a big deal out of it. But then oh. I think he ended up going. I think he had already his man. I think his reps had already agreed to going on letter because didn't he do the top ten? Yeah. Wow. Um, what was it against? I won't pull this. I got oh. one in twenty nine shot though, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, do. That's uh, not great odds if you're just pure math. 
pure, <sighs> pure math, one in 29. I kind of want to give him a hint. Poor odds. Poor odds. I kinda you don't give have to give me a hint of a failure. No. Uh, I've given hints before. It's it is something that I've I've been known to do. Wow. Two thousand nine. It was June of two thousand nine, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he's got so many of the day, of the specifics. Right? Correct. Is it, isn't it? Wasn't it in June? It doesn't say. I don't know. It was in June of two thousand nine. Yes. He got so many of. And was it at? It was in Chicago, right? Uh. Ooh. I think it was. It was Chicago. a day day. I know it was a day game. I'm pretty sure. It was yeah, in it Chicago. was in Chicago. It was in Chicago. Yeah. 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 So it was on a Wednesday. It was on a walkaway day. <laughs> Damn it! What is any of this helping? Yeah. Why does that help you? <laughs> it doesn't. I just want to show that I know everything except for the answer. Um, <laughs> it's super hot in the south, isn't it? Oh boy! It's super hot in the south. Oh boy! It's just, you know I know it, I really don't like the humidity in the south. It's oh really boy! It's really annoying to me. It could be. It could be Houston. It could be. He hasn't answered yet. He's just. It could he's be the Rangers. It, it could be. He's just talking about Atlanta. Out. Tampa Bay is very humid. In June. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Houston. Okay, so that's two outs, but uh, it's okay. You can. You still got one more out here. You Who still got it? one more out. Tampa Bay Rays. No. Oh there no! Was Tampa he was Bay. supposed to answer it. It's oh. all right. What happened? He was supposed to answer it. No, you threat. do this every time. I'm so sorry. What happened? Ah, well, there What'd has been. He he blew the question, which is fine. Uh, so I, we'll, I misunderstood the rule. I thought you go to the next one if you make an out. I thought you would too. Yeah, I, I misunderstood. The, um, the right, here's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to think on the fly here because the problem is now because he's got to go for the triple, but there may have been someone on base there if he'd gotten it right and he would have scored a run. So here's what I'm going to do. But I'm I've gonna, got nobody on base. Right now, you would have had you gotten, if you had you said Tampa, would you have said Tampa? You mean, your, wait, you, if you told me no, it's yes. not Houston. What was your next guess going to be? I, listen, I, if you guys don't, if you know anything about me, I'm a very honest man. Mm -hmm. It would have been Tampa. I'm I'm fine with that, but I'm, I don't. But I, I'm fine with that. But here's I'm going to ask you one more quick question. I feel dirty. The White Sox have two more uh, uh, perfect games in their history. Can no, you name no. one of them? No, no. One of them happened pretty recently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really? I don't like this game. <laughs> I don't like. Oh, shit. I don't like being on the spot and looking the fool. All right, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? He's got a man on second. He's got a man no, on second. No, I don't. I got got a, nobody you said Tampa. You I said got nobody second. on Manish. This no, is we're, I'm not we're, a, we're blaming Anthony for this. It's Anthony's fault. Mentally challenged person <laughs> that needs help here. Uh, Are you read there? I suck. You don't suck. It's, it's give me the initials of who threw it uh, the, the the most P recent. H P H. It's a it's a it's a name you wouldn't think to oh, a perfect yeah, it's, game. It's, it's not Hamill, but it's uh, uh, he. That was the only great game that he exactly. Did. He was a he was a, a five ERA guy other yeah. than this. Then I think they traded him to was it Houston or uh, Texas. He was like, why would they get rid of that guy? Because he sucks but one game. <laughs> Says the guy can't think of his name. Is it Phil? Yes. yes. It's not Hamill. It's not Hemmert. It's a, it's a certain uh, paint. A burnt. <laughs> burnt. Burnt Sienna. <laughs> That's a terrible clue. Yeah. No, it's not a terrible. All right, you just give it to me. Humber, Humber. You talking about Umber? Yeah, Bert, like Bert, Bert Umber. Umber. So Humber. Bert Humber. Humber. <laughs> He's he's shooting daggers at Anthony right now. I'm, just, I'm trying to I'm trying to get this whatever whatever I feel hatred awfulness I have on me. I'm trying. Well, I have to lash out at you for your horrible clue because I can't look stupid for more than three minutes. Oh. All right, go. So, I've got nobody on. Two outs. Tampa Bay Rays. The final score was five to nothing. So Joe Madden has been on both sides of no hitters slash perfect games multiple times in yeah. his career. Yeah, which is interesting. You give him all the credit. <laughs> I know, isn't it interesting? Uh, uh, Burley threw 116 pitches, and the game lasted two hours and three minutes. That's that a, is fast. That's beautiful. All of his, his games are always fast. Yeah, they are. I actually hope the White Sox re-sign him for this year so that he can retire a White Sox. I agree with that. 100%. And I think he'll be a great number five guy, too. Yeah.
I think it's very possible. What are you? What? What's that face? He was good last year. Okay. A number think, five. I think he's a good quadruple A guy. Number I th- five. I think he's a. I think he's a oh, good spot starter. I got a buddy that uh, thinks he should be in the Hall of Fame. Your buddy is wrong. Oh, the great Rick Paulus. <laughs> Rick Paulus. I'm sorry. A, the sports. White Sox have two other perfect games: Charles Robertson against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Two to nothing on April thirtieth, nineteen twenty-two. That's a long time ago. Yeah, that's the one I was never going to get. I know I wasn't going to ask. And Philip Humber against yeah. Seattle for nothing on April twelfth, two thousand twelve. So, which is kind of cool is that so there have been twenty-three perfect games in the history of Major League Baseball, and the uh, uh, White Sox and the Yankees both have three each. So, you guys are are the leaders in the clubhouse right now of having the most perfect games. Uh, and do we have the, the most uh, uh, no hitters? I mean, from two thousand nine to two thousand twelve, do we have the most current oh, day? Have. No, you must no um, hitters. Oh, no hitters, I don't know. Perfect games, yes. No perfect hitters, because yeah. I mean there have been. Um, let's see here, I don't know. No, perfect. Uh, I, I meant perfect games. Yeah, Dallas yeah. Braden threw a perfect game. Remember that one? Mm. Here's another one who was mostly not great, and then threw a perfect. Then here game. it comes, and he threw oh. it on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, right? And I think his mother had died. I believe. Oh, Jesus! Oh, I'm serious. <laughs> or I, I believe in the eighth inning. <laughs> she died in the eighth inning. Couldn't see her son. Did you see what happened? <laughs> one good game. Did you see what what happened with with, with uh, Showalter at the end of this season? So Showalter's mother, Buck Showalter, the manager of the Baltimore Orioles, his mother passed away on uh, Saturday night. The season ended on Sunday. She had watched like almost like all of his games when he was a manager. Like had a really great relationship with her and. The next day, the Orioles offered, like, you know, you don't have to manage, you know, you can go do whatever you need to do. And he said, no, no, I'm going to manage. And after the game, some reporter asked him something like, oh, do you feel sad? Or some, like, awful question. Like, oh, how do you answer that? But Buck was like, it's, it's, I'm going to paraphrase this. It was something along the lines of, uh, it's never a sad day at the ballpark. And it was just, like, basically him saying, you know, I want to, he hugged all of his team, like, all of his players. He's like, I wanted to be here with these guys. It was just, if you didn't already love Buck Showalter, like, he's just, he's he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame for sure. But, uh, all right, back to our trivia game. So you have two outs. Uh, he's, refu- he's refusing to have a runner on I, I feel like there should be a man on I second. I don't think there, I didn't earn it. We'll see what happens I didn't here. Earn because it. By the way, calling this a game at this point <laughs> is an embarrassment <laughs> to the format. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. So this is for a triple. Um, uh, so here we go. Oh, the White Sox have retired 11 numbers through the end of 2015. There are 11 retired numbers in the White Sox organization. Yeah. Name at least seven no. of them. No, I won't. No. No, I will stand here with the bat on my shoulder and let you throw three strikes right past me like a moron. You can't. Name, can you name? I can name uh, 35. You get. Well, hold on. You get one that's a gimme. That's 35. No, well, there's another one that's a gimme. That's a real gimme. I say white, it's, it's kind of a trick question because it's it's the White Sox retired the number, but everybody retired this number. Everybody has retired this number, yes, Mr. Pardo. I'm well aware of that. Uh, and I remember <laughs> the one player that still wore it was you Butch Husky. Oh, by the way, you don't have to use the numbers. It's just the names. It's not the numbers. It's the name. I'm sorry. That was a... It's, oh, yeah. I thought it was the name. Oh, no, 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 no. It's the names, not the numbers. So there have been 11 retired numbers. So whose numbers have they retired? Yeah, it makes it a little bit easier. Does it? I think so. <laughs> Seven out of the 11. Carlton Fisk. Boom. One. Harold Baines. Uh, they retired it and then they unretired yes, yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. They, they did. Okay. Yes, you're right. Yes. Okay. You got this too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's two. Five more to go. Nelly Fox. That's three. I'm, you know what's funny? I'm not going to pull the one that you want me to. And that's <laughs> I, I'm freezing up on it. <laughs> That is insane. Yeah, I'm sorry. Number 40. To... It's 42. There yes. we go. All yes. right. That's four. That's, That's four. four. Right, so it's four. His name is Jackie Jack Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> you know Jack. Uh, oh, I know JR. 
All right, wait. What did I say? I said you Fisk. Said, you said Fisk. Baines. Big Fox. Frank. Nope, we didn't nope. say Big Frank. That's big five. Frank. Oh, I didn't. Okay, yep. so that's five. That's Paul Carrico. They just retired it last year. Okay, so that's uh, six. Right, you have. Yeah, yeah, I do have. That's six. You said Nelly Fox already. I just yeah, said Nelly Fox. That is six. I could really go for it's, some it's M&M's. Never I really like It's never been that quiet in here. The great Minnie Minoso. There you go. That's seven, there's seven. That's seven. That's seven. You? <laughs> you just handed it to me. <laughs> no, that's I seven. I like M&M's. Yeah, but I want to think of one more because I don't okay. like that you gave me number nine. I didn't give it. Okay. No, nine was, uh, it was his number. Yes. number nine. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can get a little credit for that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, wait, hang on. I want to say, I know, uh, not Aparicio. Boom. That's eight. Hey, all right, I got a triple. Yes. All right, I got a triple. All right, I'm gonna ask you this, and I you're gonna hate me for this. Around in the right field. Corner, well, he's gonna but, hate me for this. I ran. Yeah, if you I can name it. the other three, I'll give you the inside the park home run. Is that true? Yes, and that, I have that written down already. So that was the something. Other, I and there's no penalty. Yeah, there's no penalty for this. Wait a minute. Well, I'm not going to. I'm, I, uh, I'm lucky I got this far. Yeah, the other three are hard. <laughs> give them to me though. Uh, I'll give you the initials. See if you can get them. L A. Well, I already, I already said Louis Aparicio. Nope, different L A. Oh, Lance Armstrong, the great <laughs> cyclist. Luke uh, Appling. No. Okay. okay. I should have known. Uh, really? BP. That was some that you would have been able to I could. I could have pulled that up. How eventually. about BP? BP, of course, batting practice. <laughs> we always like to retire. Good pregame ritual. Uh, wait, BP. Uh, is it is it character director Brian Palermo? <laughs> Close. Uh, BP. No. Billy. Oh, yeah, Billy Pierce. There you go. Great Billy Pierce. Living in uh, Evergreen Park. And then the used last one. to come to my one. brother's Little League games. True See, statement. There you go. Nice. Is TL. Pitcher. Is it a relief pitcher, Terry Lynch? It's not, but it's <laughs> a guy that even baseball didn't want to. Uh, hang on. TL. No. TL is Ted Lyons. Ted Lyons? There you go. See, so you know him. It's just, I get I know, it. It's hard. Yeah. You put it, you put yes, on the spot I'm and it's stressed hard. Stressed out and scared. I know. I wonder, I wonder if, I think I could, I, not the word, I'm not playing this game now, but I'd be curious how many of the Cubs are, t- I think I could get most of them. All right, so now here is so you really don't want. All right, no, fine. So there's I, a man on third, two I got outs. A man on third with two outs. That's so legit. Go. All right, okay. so man on third, two outs. This By the way, third, don't think is, I don't feel good about the, what just happened. Yeah, good. <laughs> no, you, you got no. You got all eight. You yes. got you based got, on the previous answers where I was horrible. Yes, uh, I feel great about what just happened. Yes. Good, good, good. All right, go ahead. What's next? All right, so for the home run. So this is like the Royals in in in, in fourteen runner on third, two oh, outs. Okay, opportunity. Do I have a chance to steal? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna I wait. want more people to steal home. By the way, we've talked about that before. I yeah, think. I want. I, want I that. love. It. I, I want that in the. Oh, game. it's exciting. I don't understand why it's especially more the when game. there's. Uh, okay. It's so good. Okay, there was a straight steal of home this season. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so Bryce exciting. Harper, right? I, I think it was Bryce it. Harper. I loved it so much. Anyway, you think he's the best player in baseball? No, I think he's up there. No, I think he's. I think he's absolutely up there. Who's who do you who do you put above him? Mike Trout. I think his defense well, is better than Trout. Mike Trout. My, no, he's not. Defense is not better than Mike Trout. <laughs> I think Mike Trout makes very spectacular, uh, flashy grabs. Uh, excuse I me. like. Okay. We, we saw we saw Bryce Harper in live and in person make wonky, weird plays just because he. Uh, no, no, no. Fair enough. All not, right. not a fan. We will bicker. You don't like Bryce Harper. I don't. I mean, I appreciate him. So, who do you say is the best player in baseball? Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. What about Giancarlo? No, I mean, you got to say healthy. But also Giancarlo is you're only talking like the major power hitters on base guys, which is certainly part of it. I don't know that Giancarlo is a five. T- I like five tool. I like all around. McCutcheon actually, I'll put up McCutcheon, there. I love McCutcheon. McCutcheon, I'll put I McCutcheon. I do love McCutcheon too. It's impossible McCutcheon. to hate McCutcheon. I like him too, especially since he got his hair. Oh, oh I, like I miss hair. his hair. Ugh. You old man. Have respect for the game. <laughs> put your stirrups on and cut your hair. I'll be. I'm. I'm not saying that Chris Bryant is the best player in baseball. I'm like. Uh, I think he's. But, but he's like. He gonna to, be, you know, he's going to be in the conversation. He could be. 
Because I think be. he's also a great. He's not going to steal a lot of backs, but he's a great base runner. Well, His defense guys, is getting though. better and better. He's just, you know, he's going to, I think he's going to keep developing. Well, Miguel Cabrera is yeah. going to be, you know, a 99% Hall of Famer. So I'll, I'll put Miggy. Miggy, Miggy. I'll put Miggy in the conversation. Yeah, Miggy, yeah. Well, don't, don't, no, don't just. Ugh, it's it's Miggy. It's a given. Well, we have to. <laughs> so for the home run. Uh, yes. Who is the White Sox record holder for most saves in a season? And how many saves did he have? 51 Bobby Thigpen. Oh! It's not. Do you want to think about it? It's okay. 57? Yeah. Oh! Wait a minute. It's not 57. It's 57. It's 50. I swear to God. Are you sure? I'm. Because I swear to God it was 51. And then when uh, when K Rod beat it, that yeah. was a big deal. Yeah, K Rod did beat it. He had 62. I have it written down there. But I, I swear remember. to God it was when he, when he got yeah, 52. K Rod had 62. Hold on here. Give me my phone that real quick. That may be why. Give me my give me my phone real quick. I swear to God, it was fifty one. All right, hold on, Anthony. Discuss. Oh, we will. By the way, we will look this up. I, there's always we, the chance I'm wrong. But we have the we have we have devices where we exactly. can verify. So I'm looking it up. I have what I call a computer that I keep in my pocket that can also make phone calls. Um, this is, why am I looking it up? Are you looking it up? I am. I'm not gonna lie to you. Every you time somebody sends me an evite, I think it says a Vita, <laughs> and I think <laughs> you get excited. I get very excited that Patty's yes. giving me a shout. Yes. What's new? <laughs> That's new Jimmy Pardo. See, she would go personal with yes, yes, she would. Um, yes. Of I'm new. He is noted for setting the major league record of 57 saves during the 1990 season. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is a long. But it went to went, went to the fence. Stretch, 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 stretch. Oh, come on, Dag Nabbit. Dag Mercy. He's only doing half the games this year. What? He's only I didn't doing, know that. He's only doing the road games. Really? Yes. That's Here, an he, odd choice. He lives near South Bend, maybe. Okay. So for him to drive to uh, Cellular uh-huh. uh, is a pain in the ass. But if he needs to just drive once to the airport and then go around on a plane, that's easier than going to the home he games. He gestured like a helicopter when he said <laughs> plane just now, by the way, folks at home. That was me flying around. That was a, that's a remote control plane going around on a string. <laughs> I guess not on a string, it's not remote control. But uh, you know what I'm saying. like, what is happening? So, uh, yeah, we got to yeah, wrap, we got, we we gotta wrap, wrap up. up. We got to wrap up. We, we, it's up to uh, you guys. No, no, no we got to no, wrap up. <laughs> so, no, uh, we, no, 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 no we're, we're done with this We're nonsense. done with you, exactly. I'm embarrassed. This I'm is, honored to be back. This thank is you honestly, guys for having oh, me back on. You. This was uh, absolutely my pleasure. You know, you you talked so so highly of Steve Dahl earlier, and I'm going to embarrass you now, oh, but on, I'm, I'm going to embarrass you. I don't care. I'm going to do it. It's it's this, ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea. This this gentleman sitting across from me here, what as far as 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 comedically he has meant to me, you know, over the years, it's just it is he absolutely has inspired me to do the reason this podcast exists is because of Jimmy Pardo. You're is, welcome. Is is because of uh You're welcome. What? Are you, what? You're stealing my line? <laughs> So I'm just You're saying. You're welcome. Yes. So so thank you so much. This is this has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, uh, it's I mine. love it. And uh, so normally we you know we we normally wrap up talking about people giving us their 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 kind of best memories of baseball. But you did that so eloquently the first time. Uh, you did, and uh, you might not remember, but it was a beautiful story that you told. Um, do you have anything to kind of say about this? So we're recording this in the off season. We're going to try and um, uh, get this episode out as soon as possible here. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything kind of? What do you do in the off season? Like, what is your off season rituals? What are your off season as I, far as? I stress out about fantasy baseball, and I go. I have one team that's a keeper league, and I will every day think about what four guys I'm going to keep. You can only keep four. You can only keep four, <gasps> and one has to be a rookie. <gasps> oh wow! You can uh, keep three, and then one rookie. Who are you thinking? 
Well, the only rookie I have is Brandon Barnes. Who, Who's that? Uh, center fielder for the Oakland A's. Yeah. He actually stole like 20-something bases. He's yeah, actually yeah. not a horrible keep. Uh, and then Chris Sale. You mean you have to keep one player who was a rookie this past That's year? right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then my other ones are not. Uh, i got to decide between Marte and Upton. And so depending where Upton lands. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So if you like, if you I think Marte has a lot more upside. I do too, but what, if, but what if Upton signs with the Rockies like crazily? <laughs> yeah. He's going to hit 7,000 home runs. Yes. So Real quick, Chris Sale, what do you think? I'm, you keep, think, I'm keeping him. Well, yes, you can keep him, but from a White Sox perspective, fan perspective. Do I trade him? No. Okay. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Because I no, mean, you build around him. You build around. He, how much can more he pay, control? He pays no money. How much more control? Like, how Don't how we have two years? more years? Two more years. So two do mo- you th- okay, I, fine. I think I can, I'm not the guy that knows. But in the next couple of years here, do you think you're going to be a good enough team to be able to actually win in the next couple of years? Because who knows if you're able to pay him after that? As a dumb fan, sure. And that's me, sure. If we can sign, if the White Sox can sign Cespedes or Upton, and there's chatter that they may, uh-huh. that outfield improves a uh, tenfold, and I think that then that lineup is decent. Okay. I really do. What's, Even Tyler Saladino at short doesn't hurt you. What's the name of the guy that made that incredible catch at the game? Abisail uh, Garcia. Yeah, Abisail. Yeah, but he's... I'm yeah. telling you, though, we. I. this is the first time I can remember being live at a baseball game watching a home run robbed. It was going to be a home run. I so, And it would have been a game time home run, I believe. Absolutely no doubt home run. And Avi really... Not cheap. I, he... <laughs> In, to watch it happening in real time before my eyes, a person leaping to rob a home run was also one of the greatest. Let me ask you a question. I have four fantasy baseball teams. Mm-hmm. How many of those four do you think Garcia was on? Zero. Four. <laughs> he was mini Miggy when he was a Tiger. Four. He was supposed to be That's the next how much I thing. loved this guy coming into 15. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, poor Avi. Broke my heart, broke the city's heart. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here, but I Thank got you. to uh, I, I, I gotta say a couple quick things. Uh, one, uh, so hey, Help me out here, Reddit. Uh, I'm an idiot, and I don't understand the internet in any way, shape, or form, but I've had some people talk to me about having us do some Reddit stuff. Uh, I know I've done an AMA on there before. Anthony's done an AMA on there before. But if any of you are listening that are part of the baseball subreddit, could one of you guys contact us at clubhousepodcast.gmail.com or, or on Twitter at clubhousepod and help us? Because we really want to get you guys involved with the show, and we want to get that community involved. I'm sorry. I'm just an internet idiot and i don't fundamentally understand how any of it works so let us know uh uh, what we can do it is a series of tubes uh on top of that so right now what's happening uh with the clubhouse podcast is we're kind of in a bit of a a a, um, weird release schedule because anthony is currently touring the country entertaining the masses with his lovely beautiful voice and in the show if then go to if then musical.com slash tour to find out when he is coming to your town and make sure when you stage door afterwards to meet him, wear a baseball cap. Wear a baseball team you love, and I'll oh, talk to you about and your he, team. Yes, and he will come and chat That's with nice. you. That's yes. true. So, so make sure you do that. And by and the way, I alluded to it during the episode. Phenomenal. Oh, thanks. Phenomenal. Yes. I alluded that I went. I didn't give it a review, but I want these people that are listening to know that I thought it was fantastic. I'll tell you this: and I've he now, was fantastic. I've now seen this show one, two, oh, three, boy. four times. I've now seen it more times than Hamilton, which I need to uh, uh, rectify, fix. Rectify that. Yes, when I get back to New York, I'll be seeing Hamilton yeah. again. But. Uh, it is, it is genuinely a fantastic show. So everybody take a listen to that. But so for now, what he and I have been doing is we're breaking down every single ballpark uh, in the uh, uh, country and we're talking about why we think you should visit all 30. And then we're attaching my old rounding third episodes that feature interviews with fans from all across the country from when I did my uh, 17,000 mile drive in 95 days to visit a ball game at all 30 baseball stadiums. So next week we'll be back with the rounding third stuff, but we have some truly genuinely 
jaw-droppingly awesome, funny, great guests that are going to be coming up over the next couple of months. So subscribe what's, now. And what's his thing again? Plug, uh, plug, plug. Oh, plug, yeah. We're going to plug, plug uh, Mr. Pardo's uh, Never Not Funny podcast. And what else would you like to plug, sir? That's it. Never Not Funny. All right. Uh, any Twitters or any any uh, any of those? Oh, yeah, at Jimmy Pardo. Sure. At Jimmy Pardo. And uh, yeah, Never Not Funny. And then, of course, uh, maybe what you're alluding to over my charity event on, yes. on March 5th, yes. uh, Partcastathon, where we raise money for Smile Train. And uh, we do a 12-hour marathon show with all sorts of uh, people from movies, television, music. Uh, they all stop by to say hello. They all donate their time. And uh, last year we raised, I think, about 160000 That's pretty good. And we hope to uh, beat that this That's year. solid. Solid. For a little podcast? Yes. Pretty damn good. Solid. All thank right. So, ladies that. and gentlemen, thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much. Thank you. We will see you next time here in the clubhouse. The home base for the Clubhouse podcast is the Bergino Baseball Clubhouse located at 67 East 11th Street in New York City. Seriously, folks, this is without a doubt my favorite baseball spot in the country. From the baseball-inspired artwork on the walls to the one-of-a-kind memorabilia for sale and the amazing baseball fans that are just hanging out on the bleachers inside the store, this place is the best. If you can't make it into Bergino's in person, please visit bergino.com and pick up a gift for your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, really anybody in your life, or even just yourself. If you can make it in, make sure you mention the podcast and you'll get a free bag tag with any purchase. You can follow Anthony and I individually at RoundingThirdMJ for me and at AlbinoKid for Anthony. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.